Everybody to We Geek Podcast. Today is January twenty fourth, episode one twenty seven. My name is Adam, joined as ever by my good friend Logan. Hello. And how's your week been, man? Oh, you know, more week, more work. More week, more work. Absolutely. Had a, yeah, man. Had a couple days off for the snow this week, so that was good. Oh shit! Yeah. Look at that snow. Snow days. Both you of my. Both of my theater days, they were they were actually closed Wednesday. Like, they, oh, wow. like they're never closed. They were open during. We had tornadoes back in like early no, late October, early November. They were open. Wow. It's nope, too snowy. Can't come in. Like no, nope, it just closed it. But uh, and then Thursday, I couldn't get out of my driveway because uh, uh, the back roads here in Statesville usually take an extra day or two to get plowed and brined and everything that they do for that. But. Uh, I didn't care. I didn't want to drive on any of this mess anyway. <laughs> Dude, I don't blame you. I don't blame you. Uh, I'm so, oof, man, I just, I thought about today. I was like, I need like a good week off um, <laughs> and not do anything. Just like literally, I don't want to go anywhere. I just need a break. Um, I can't, you know, I, I remember, God, I, I, so long ago, like, God, it must have been like high school or something where that's when you got like two weeks off to, you know, go do whatever. Like, I miss that stuff. And I I am so whenever vacation becomes available for me, I take it. Yeah. So I'll get a day here or a day there. And I'm not I'm not, um, you know, I just don't have it in me to to wait and like wait like half a year and <laughs> save up my vacation days. Yeah. I, I, man, yeah, I need to start doing that because a day every once in a while is okay, but I need like a week. Um, and I think I'll be good. I've been doing it wrong for a few years, I think. Yeah. I, I get my one or two a, a, a week and I'm just like, I, especially lately with the move and everything, I'm like, I'm just, I'm, I'm wiped. I got, right. I got nothing left. Oh yeah. So you just relax those days. Oh, I'm, no. I'm, I'm trying. Yeah. <laughs> just. And my problem is like my body will not let me sleep. I'm only, I don't start to get tired until like three o'clock. The other oh. the other day I didn't get to bed until like dawn. I just couldn't fall asleep. What? I was I it just wouldn't happen. I was wow. up I was up at eleven because I had to go to the movies because mm-hmm. I hadn't seen. I took my mom to see The Greatest Showman and it was awesome oh. and she loved it. And that it, we're gonna talk about that with Academy Award nominations here in a little bit, but. You know, and then went through the day and on four hours of sleep, I still like I didn't start to get tired until like three in the morning. And it's mm. just, oh, it's it's something, you know, sometimes I don't mind because I like being a night owl and everything. But God, sometimes it's just aggravating as hell. Yeah, no, I mean, I hear you. Yeah, I mean, I think last night I was up until four and I have work at nine. So I, I was just like, oh, I'm cutting it close. I'm cutting it close. <laughs> um, when normally I go to bed at like two and sometimes midnight. And I feel you, man. Yeah, just some nights I get in a mood where I'm like, I'm not tired at all. Um, but then ironically, on my days off, I'll take a nap 
for whatever reason, I'll, I'll go lay down or something at three and I'll wake up and it's like eight 30 and I'm like, well, there goes my entire day. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like totally don't mean to on my day off to take a nap or something, but it's just, my bed is like a vortex. Um, so the <laughs> second I get in it, I'm just like, I'm lost. I'm in a third dimension and I will, I won't leave it. You know, uh, I hate that. Um, but yeah, man. So, uh, whew, yes. Cheers to uh, hopefully getting some days off soon. Hey, amen. Amen to yeah. that. Yeah. Maybe we'll get a freak snowstorm or something. <laughs> <laughs> well, part of, part of your, part of Florida did. Yeah, no, it's been cold. It's yeah, we've got, but you oh, know, cold. I can't, be, cold I can't, I can't call work like, Hey, it's getting a little chilly. <laughs> well, it's cold for Florida. Uh, um, that's yeah. It got yeah. down to what? Like 50. <laughs> It got down to the like low thirties. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Damn. For yeah, especially for especially for for around Orlando, that is that's damn cold. It got up to like twenty nine degrees at night the other night. Um, so it's been getting cold. It snowed in Florida a few weeks back. It's yeah. It in in the, Orlando uh, or whatever. It was yeah. That was nuts. That's fun to watch because I'll bet people were losing their minds. Oh yeah, we don't have winter clothes, so like, every everyone might have like one jacket or one, like a few hoodies, but that's it. Yeah. Um, I legit had to go out and buy p- pajamas because I don't wear pajamas. Like yeah. it's too hot in Florida to wear pajamas. That's, so that's true. That's very true. Yeah. So like for a week, I wore you know pajamas. Uh, and that was cool, but now it's too hot. Now it's just, you know, shorts or gym shorts or, you know, whatever yeah. around the house. But, <laughs> but yeah, man, no, I've been, but on my days off though, I did get to enjoy my, I've been watching the Royal Rumble. I've been watching a ton of wrestling the last week. What, the, what, what rumbles did you watch? Which ones did I not watch? Um, I watched most of from 2010. Okay. And I didn't watch the whole Rumble, just the Royal Rumble part of right, it. Right, just the actual Rumble match, yeah. Yeah, I must have watched 10, 11, 12. I've gone all the way up. I missed, like, the one with Del Rio. Okay. Um, um, I, you know... I don't know. I, I, and then I saw some of them in, you know, 2000... And then two, I'm sorry... I saw. I, I went back even further than that. Okay. I saw. Man, I'm just all out of it right now because I'm trying to think <laughs> of who I saw. One, I saw um, Batista win both of his. Yeah. Um, I saw Randy Orton win a few. I saw John Cena win. I saw. Um, yeah, he beat like Ray Ryback or. Uh, I don't know. I, I've just been going through a lot of them. Um, I saw the, where edge comes back Yeah, and the whole place loses it. And they're like, we thought he was done. And his, do you think you know me? <laughs> and that rock music plays. It's so good. Yeah. And it's funny to watch that Royal rumble and who the winner is. And you just assume <laughs> they probably went on to win the championship and then to watch the next year to see where everybody's at. Yeah. It's like, that's, <laughs> that's always the fun part is to watch the rumble the year before and see what's different, what's changed, who looks like what, who, who switched any kind of alignments, you know, that's mm-hmm. always, that's always interesting. Yeah. And there's always like random person that just doesn't like, I have no idea who they are. Um, 
<laughs> like there's just always like I can't think of a name, but there's always some weird gimmick where they'll have like a parrot on their shoulder, or they're Italian. They're really Italian, <laughs> you know. Oh, or Santino, I miss yes, Santino, Santino, that Santino Morello, the Milan Miracle. Now that guy stood out. He... I didn't watch wrestling when he when he wrestled. Yeah. But but in the rumble when he comes out and does his walk and he like struts down to the ring, <laughs> it's so good. It's it's ridiculous and he because he knew he was a comedy character. He he yeah. tried not to be for a little while, but once they made him comedy, they they went a little too far when he won the Miss WrestleMania Royal Rumble as Santina Morella. Uh, and it was yeah that was that was that was a low point. But yeah. I, I I love Santino because Santino is just goofy. He's a character. He's silly. He, it, one of the best things ever was he and Mick Foley had a standoff, and Santino had the cobra with yes. the, with that on his arm, and Mick Foley had Socko, yes. and they had this standoff, and I, I love that because it's goofy, but it's meant to be goofy, and it's oh, yeah. it's times like that that make you remember, oh yeah, this is entertaining. I love stuff like that. I I, I miss Santino. He was not great in the ring, but he was fun. Oh, I yeah. like him. I miss him. Oh yeah, yeah. It, th- that was that was definitely a standout because every time his he came out, I was. And then there was a guy who I guess was with Del with Del Rio. Oh, um, uh, oh, the little guy. And yeah. him and that and that and the the, the, uh, the Italian guy went at it. Oh god, yeah, him and uh, I can't remember his name. Yeah, <laughs> there's just so many oddball, goofy characters. Um, and yeah, no, I mean like it. I mean, I saw. I didn't see the one with Chris Benoit. I think that was two thousand four. I saw yeah. all the Rey Mysterio one. I oh, didn't see five. the Undertaker, uh, the Edge one, the Sheamus one, um, uh, Stone Cold, The Rock. I went back a little ways too. I went back to like some of the classic, uh, the Steve Austin ones and yeah. stuff like that. Two thousand one was an awesome Rumble. It's 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 arguably the best that I think there's ever been. Uh, at least. Mm-hmm. At least in the last handful of years, uh, yeah. the the best one ever is is almost universally agreed. One of the ones in the early '90s. I can't remember the year, and that makes me mad. It's the one that Ric Flair won, like way back in the day when it was for oh, '92. Was it '92? Oh, yeah, it was '92. I couldn't tell if it, I, I forgot if it was '92 or '93. But yeah. Uh, yeah, that was that was a hell of a rumble. Just because if you look at the card, like that <laughs> roster is insane. Yeah. And it's and and it's yeah. There's, it's it's a fantastic match. There's there are some that were a little weird, uh, especially in like the the mid to late nineties. They got yeah. a, they, like there was some strange stuff. Bret Hart and Lex Luger won a match. There were two winners. There was yeah. There was a tie, and it was oh that one was bizarre. Um, <laughs> I saw the one where Cena and Batista went over, and then they then Vince came out and, and tore its quad or whatever. And you saw, I remember watching that and thinking that's you know because those feet, all four of those feet hit at the exact same time. Yeah. And you go back and you realize, oh, that was a mistake. Yeah. That was not supposed to have. I didn't find that out for years, and yeah. I thought, oh my god, that was a botch. And yeah. when Vince came down to the ring, he was. Abs. He was genuinely furious. Yep. Now, obviously, Batista was supposed to win because that's who went over. Yeah. 
Um, but <laughs> yeah, the, the look on their faces oh, when they were man. like, uh, and it, it, it was a good thing that it botched the way it did yeah. because you couldn't tell. Um, and it, it could, it would have been way worse if it was like, obviously John Cena. Yeah. It's, it's kind of like, uh, oh, it was the battle Royal that they had on SmackDown not that long ago. Um, what was it with, with Mahal and Styles, wasn't it? Where, where they were both supposed to hit at the same time and it wasn't even remotely close, but they oh, acted okay, like yeah. it was anyway. It was Styles and somebody, and I want to say it was Mahal. But yeah, this was this was before, before the ill-fated title run. Oh yeah. But yeah, they I even they had one like that, and you just oh, it's it hurts. And and it got me thinking, what is you know every year the WrestleMania is the big event, right? Yeah. But could someone argue that the Royal Rumble is more exciting to watch? Oh, I I have no I have no doubt in my mind. Yeah. It's, it's, I, it's, because you don't know, you know, they, they, they you never know what's going to happen at a Royal Rumble. That's actually sometimes very true. Look, Nobody how unpredictable it is. Exactly. You know, everyone's booked WrestleMania since last year. We all know it's going to be Roman and Braun. Yeah. We all like we know that already, and that sucks. That sucks that we know that Roman's going to be the champion a year away. Yeah. I imagine it was the same way. When it was the Rock and Cena for a few years, it's like okay, we know the match at the end. You know, we, like what's the buildup here? Well, I mean, that was that one was kind of a bummer because that match was made the night after the WrestleMania before. Right, right, and right. that was just like okay, great. So that's going to be the big thing. So everybody forgets, you know. Oh, hey, didn't the Miz defend the WWE title at that WrestleMania? Wait, mm-hmm. Miz was WWE champion. We forgot about that because nobody cared. Yep, it was. Oh, that was. Those were the Alex Riley days. Those were fun. And, and didn't like CM Punk and Jericho? They had. Ha- yeah, they had, had a, a match or a belt or something was involved. They know. had a. I think it was just a a grudge match. It was Jericho. I think Jericho was basically doing the whole CM Punk's just copying me kind of thing or whatever. Uh, but it was right. That was best actually. In the world. Yeah, that was it. That was it. They were both fighting over, like, I'm the best in the world at what I do. I'm just the best in the world. Oh, you stole that gimmick from me. That was actually a good program. Like, those two had, this, had really great chemistry. And I watched um, the, uh, oh, excuse me. What was the Japan? Um, Wrestle Kingdom was, 12. I watched uh, parts of Wrestle Kingdom 12. That's really long. I only saw certain matches. I need to go back and watch more of it. Like, I saw the Cody Rhodes match. Um, but the Jericho one. He and Omega um, put on him. A, you know, a masterpiece. Probably favorite match this year yeah. uh, that I've seen. And it, it's, you know, I don't know if it's because they're allowed to go, you know, they're, they're allowed to actually hit each other. Well, not, I don't want to say it like that. Um, they're way more careful in the WWE. If that makes sense. They're still hitting each other in the WWE, but not as hard. Not as... Yeah, that's why even somebody like like Ricochet, who's been around the world forever, uh, still has to go to the Performance Center because they wrestle a different style in WWE. It's not not quite as as loose and fast-paced as it is in somewhere like New Japan. Right. Like, they just... They told one hell of a story with, with the time that they had. And, um... 
just it was nice to see Jericho. Kenny Omega is new to me, so I've only seen a few things of him. I've heard a bunch about him, of course, and I've seen him in a bunch of uh, Xavier Woods videos. I've heard people talk about him, but I never never got a chance really to see him because he's not you know he's not WWE, and that's what I watch. And so I, I'm 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 slowly. I'm way more into watching New Japan wrestling than like anything else, like than <laughs> than TNA or uh, whatever, whatever Impact or whatever they're called now. Yeah, um, I, I would totally be down to watch Ring of Honor and stuff like that. But if uh, do you have I don't do you have access? That's there's a pun. Access to the actual channel Access TV. What's that? It's uh, a it's a network. It's a network network. Like it's it's a lower channel network if i remember right but it's you know it's one of those that's lumped into usually like the 20s or 30s on a on a guide or something and it's okay um they air new japan and somebody i don't know if they air ring of honor but somebody airs ring of honor like they're on they they run like a two-week delay or whatever and okay and they'll air some I I don't know exactly how it works, but I know they air some of something. But it's okay. It's, I think Spectrum has it. Um, yeah, it says Spectrum apparently has it, so I, I can take a look. Yeah, yeah, it's definitely. I probably worth, do have it. It's definitely worth looking into if if you've got if you've got it. Yeah, I don't mind two week delay. I mean, what do I know? It's yeah. So or, or a week or a week or something. It's some kind of production delay. I forget what it is. Mm-hmm. But the, the their style it was just so different. Like, a, like there was like a bunch of people surrounding the ring, and they looked like they were. I don't know. I don't understand how it all works. Um, it was just a very different style. Yeah. Like one of my favorite parts is I don't know the relationships, but it, it's it's like almost like each guy had a team of people to help them, like with towels and stuff like that. And I couldn't tell if they were like a bunch of referees because Chris Jericho puts one of the referees in the walls of Jericho yeah, and told his guy, look at your son <laughs> or look at your dad. Look at your dad. Uh, they were like the one the, it, clearly. The, and then you hear the announcer say that like one of them was they were father and son. Yeah. He was making them watch them put him in the, the walls of Jericho. It just made me laugh. Like, it was so ridiculous and over the top. And they hated Jericho. Um, I just thought it was so good. I yeah. just thought it was amazing. And then um, and then he shows up at Raw 25 wearing an Alpha Club Jericho shirt. How, yeah. how did he get away with that? Yeah. I, they're, you know, as much as they have their cease and desist, you know, seems like not too long ago. It seems like they're, I think they saw how much of a draw Jericho was to New Japan because how many new subscribers and stuff they got. Didn't they get like thousands upon thousands of, of new subscribers? There I was, forgot what the number was. Yeah, but I saw, I saw that too. Like they did get a huge pop from it. I think, you know, it, there there's something to that. I think they would be crazy if they did not try and work with them. How – no, keep – just – this is total fantasy land, uh, fantasy booking or whatever you would call it. Imagine someone like Kenny Omega, his music going for the Rumble. I – that the arena would explode. Like the, Right, just, the... just for a night, just for a little bit of a crossover. 
That would be insane. If, and then Jericho's music plays. Yeah, and there they go again. Like give, or Jericho's music plays, he's in there, and then suddenly Kenny Omega music plays, and everyone looks at Jericho, and he's just fuming. Like, that that would be such a huge moment. It would, it would absolutely, like, people would know, it, nobody would know what, none of the IWC would know what the hell was going on. Because it would yeah. all be, did they make a deal? Is this a long-term thing? Yep. Was this a one-night event? What happened? And and here's the thing. They've worked with New Japan before. They had, they've had they had Jushin Thunder Liger do NXT events before. Mm-hmm. Just in the last couple of years, he and, uh, he and Tyler Breeze had a match at one of the takeovers. And I mean, there's, there, there is a, there is a, a uh, there are doors there that can be opened. It's just a matter of, it, for one thing, it's a matter of scheduling. For another thing, it's a matter of pride. You know? That would be so massive, dude. I get goosebumps thinking about yeah. that. Chris Jericho comes in, everybody pops. That's great. He's in there beating everybody up. Countdown, and suddenly his music plays. He comes out doing the whole Terminator thing. Runs. Everyone's looking at Jericho. Everyone just stops. He's fuming. And then they just go at it for like three minutes. You know, like that would be insane. It would. That, it would that, it would really freak everybody out if Omega lasted, you know, say he comes in at like right. 15, 16 and lasts almost to the end. Give yeah, him, him you know, and Nakamura in there and oh, Finn oh Balor, my God, could you AJ Im- Styles. It would be insane. Oh my God. Could you imagine just, just, just having, just having Nak and Balor and Omega in the ring at the same time. Yeah. That's Holy even hell. even 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 him messing around with someone like Xavier Woods. We've seen them <laughs> do their stuff with, with Capcom and everything else. It would be crazy. Just that would be a fun. See, that's the fun standoff. Like yeah. just it, it, him and him and Woods seeing who could out nerd each other in the middle of the ring. Like that would yeah. that would be great. It would be so good. And they do their little you know hand with the with the with the. Uh, the handgun thing like it would just be so good and that would that's a moment that just we know is not ever going to happen because they you know and i think if it was more triple h they would um but until then man that would that would be something else (laughs) um that would that would be something people would be talking about for a forever you know that would be such a a moment um yeah that would be amazing yeah (laughs) no doubt yeah, so I don't know, man. I've been having fun watching. Uh, you know, I was like, I, I keep paying for this this WWE network. I need to get something out of it instead of just like, hey, I'm gonna watch a ride along or the Goldberg 24. You know, which is cool, but I was like, you know, I'm gonna dive into some of this old stuff and not just like stuff I've seen before. And there's just so much I haven't seen. There were so many years that I didn't watch. Yeah. Yeah, where I was like, okay, well, this this is cool. A lot of stuff. Like, I remember why I've watched Eddie Guerrero for years on WCW, but I didn't watch him that much on WWE. He he was Eddie was somebody who never got the dues that he should have until really kind of towards the end, which was sad. Like he right. was always you watched him and you were always entertained, but until when he and Benoit tagged. As part of that whole SmackDown Six deal, he and Benoit, Edge and Mysterio, and uh, or no, not him and Benoit, him and him and Chavo, Angle and Benoit, and uh, and Edge and Mysterio, those three teams put on yeah. especially their match at SummerSlam that year. I think that was O two, just an absolute masterclass. 
yeah. it was incredible. And Eddie slowly after that started that like the momentum really started to build. Uh, and then eventually his match with Brock at No Way Out was that was just tear the roof off the place. Fantastic. That's the thing. I need to like get a list of like here are some really great pay per views for this period of time because like I, I my mind just goes okay wrestlemania and then yeah. it's usually not the best thing that you there's other like there's gyms all throughout the year and yeah. these other what was it uh no i think it was no way out 2000 no it wasn't it wouldn't have been three it would have been no yeah when the hell was WrestleMania? when was wrestlemania 20 2003 no 2000- way out 2003 was oh it's got um it's let's see both brands um, it's got Scott Snyder, Scott Steiner on oh, the promotion. Oh no! Uh, 04 then it would have had to have been 04. because right. that would have been that would have been Lesnar and Guerrero. Oh yeah, that's got Eddie that's, uh, lying, cheating, and stealing. That's it, man. That's it, just because that's a hell of a match. The psychology in it is amazing, and I love the finish and the it's that's a good one to watch if if just for that and nothing else. Yeah. Um, but yeah, always like always watch the Rumble. The rumble, every, the rumble every year finds a way to be interesting, even if it turns out to be subpar. Um, yeah. Well, that's the crazy thing. The years I start getting back into it, like last year, was kind of a dud. Yeah. The one before that was a dud. Yeah. Like, and the one before that was a dud. Like, I'm wanting this one to be great. Because uh, that's, I mean, that's the thing. In the moment, they're awesome. Like the right. the rumble match last year was not terrible up until the last no. handful. Like, right, it, it was, was a, it was the Roman him hitting number thirty. I was like, yeah. oh no, 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 no. And then the year before that, it was like Enzo, I think. Or no, no, Enzo was last year. Yeah, but um, when they like the year they brought out Mysterio because Daniel and Daniel Bryant wasn't in it, and Mysterio right. was number thirty, and they booed Rey Mysterio. I watched that one. Yeah, they were all uh, screaming Daniel Bryant. And that, I mean, you know, that kickstarted a lot of the, uh, you know, the Yes Movement was born from those kinds of things. But just... Yeah. Oh, that's that's another thing that was interesting to watch over the Rumbles. How, you know, there was... I actually watched one of the Rumbles all the way through, and it was, it was Daniel Bryan versus the Big Show versus Mark Henry in a cage match. Yeah. For the heavyweight title. And he was doing his yes, but the crowd didn't really get it. Well, it, because it, 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 it was it, just when it was started. Yeah. And before, like in the middle of all of that, it turned into no, and then right. it went back and right. it, uh, it was, it was weird, but it was a, it was a strange ride to go on. But in the next year, he was full goat. Everyone was doing yes. You yeah. know what I mean? Like he was just, he, his hair was all just crazy looking like a goat. It was just great. But it just, yeah, yeah that, that took a that took a long time. That took a hell of a long time. Oh yeah, one year came out with AJ, and yeah, it was it was interesting to to go. And then Dolph Ziggler every year seems like he's gonna do something good, and then he gets thrown out. Or the Miz. Um, yeah. Same way. Uh, CM Punk was in. He wasn't in a lot of them that I watched. Punk, Punk was only in a couple of of rumbles but the one he was in where he was head of the straight edge society yes that was oh, good. that's magnificent that's that just all right i'm gonna throw somebody out and instead of just sitting here or standing here he's gonna grab a mic and just go to town yeah that was that was just such good work yep 
Oh yeah, that that was really good. Yeah, that's when he had the long hair. Yeah. It was interesting to see his hair completely change every time. Right. <laughs> he just, and... I, he'd come back as a new kind of yeah with look with Luke Gallows in tow. That was yeah. his heavy during the Straight Edge Society was Luke Gallows, and that yep. was so weird. Oh man. And the uh, I can't remember the the girl's name that was with him, but she was actually in the May Young Classic. Like she came back to compete. And I, um, I oh yeah 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 I know you're talking about she shaved her head right yeah and then like actually went on and had a, and had kind of a career other places and then came back for the May Young Classic I oh wow I cannot for the life of me remember her name um, well while you look that up um, Beth Phoenix uh, putting over the great Kali is that it that's oh god with that with <laughs> putting like, him over the ropes like making out with him over the top rope and just right oh, fake kissing him and oh, then he goes so over um uh, it was so entertaining though like it's just so ridiculous i mean yeah <laughs> but uh yeah i don't i just uh, i i don't and know then, uh, what's her name um i don't know her name big black lady came down karma um, karma that's it and she, she just knocked people out she was she was a she was a monster she was a beast and she was awesome they did not want anything to do with her no. and i thought that was great that was fantastic because i mean she was just she was the the right kind of competitive definition of nasty just oh, yeah. in your face beat the hell out of you like she did not play mm-hmm. uh, serena oh. serena was was the was her name Okay. The the girl I'm thinking of. Yeah, she came back for the May Young Classic. Did do it like put on a good show too. Yeah. But as soon like as soon as I saw her, I was like, I va- like I vaguely remember her from somewhere. And then they you know they showed the thing, and I was like, holy no way! Oh my god! It's like that's awesome. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Now should we now how should we break this up? Should we jump into some of the Academy Award nominations or should we talk about the what we'd think would be a good WrestleMania? How should we break this up? Uh we're already on wrestling. We might as well just stick with it. Yeah. We'll and then we'll kinda just the the later part we'll talk all about the Academy yeah. Awards and everything. So what I thought would be cool if we talk about since since the Rumble's here, we just had the twenty fifth uh, anniversary Raw, which I thought was good. Apparently, the internet hated. Well, um, I mean, here was the thing: I a lot of people looked at this and said, "Oh, it's just old people coming back." What the hell did you expect? Like, really? This is exactly what I expected. I, you know, I I enjoyed it. I marked out for the nostalgia bits because I love them. But that's, yeah. I mean, it's the weird thing is it's the go home Raw before the Rumble. So it yeah. fell in a weird spot, and I understand people were were thinking like, oh well, you know, they have they have the big pay per view coming up, and they didn't really push a lot towards that, and that's kind of antithetical to the business model. And I and on one hand, yes, I get it. On the it's other so hand, uh, yeah, I mean, the stories are set up. Every, the stories have been told. Everything everything is set up the yeah. only the only massive movement is that now we know roman reigns is going to win the rumble because he's not intercontinental champ anymore so i don't think so i i think i think i think now he wins it had he I, had he still had that title i would have thought he wouldn't even be in it but now he's going to be in it and he's going to win and i'm going to throw things at my television i just know it well let's let's talk about that because 
Um, I don't think this means he wins the Rumble. There's This could go two ways, I think. I think, for one, the allegations of the steroid use and it hitting Forbes and all these other major networks and stuff, it's, pretty big, it's a pretty big deal. I think that hit, The Miz winning clean well, is, is a big say to that. You know, because it, 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 it wasn't... They, they, he just buried him. I, the he, Monday before, before the Rumble, he got beat clean from the Miz. Well, not really clean. He though. was clean. He I beat mean, him clean. It, he didn't it, do he didn't give him a low blow. He didn't do any of that kind of stuff. He, they, yeah, well, they got the, he did Game get the He got distracted by the Miz Taraj and that allowed Miz the first skull crushing finale and then set him up for the second. I just But the other thing is I think that uh, it was such a disaster when he won the Rumble the last time, when The Rock got booed out of the building. Yeah, and I, I, I think that Vince knows that. And that's why I think they put him number 30 last year, just to troll people. I, I honestly think that um, it's not going to be him. Because him and Brock, he doesn't need to win the... the, the He doesn't need to win the Rumble to, to face Brock at, at the... Uh, at, um, at Mania. At, at Mania. Um, easily someone from SmackDown could win, like... I think Nakamura would win. I, I want it to be not. That's in my in my ideal world. That's who wins the Rumble. But there's no way it's gonna happen. This is how I see it happening. All right, what you got? Now I've been doing some researching. Oh shit! <laughs> I saw that some people were gonna the possibly be in the Rumble. I saw that Bobby Lashley has quit where he's at. Yeah, he and he and EC3 are no longer at at Impact. Right. What if? And this is crazy talk. This yeah. is probably not going to happen. What if Braun actually beats Brock and Kane, pins Kane, and gets the championship which, to, at the Rumble? Which there have been rumors. There has been actual talk. And what if Brock actually is in the Rumble? And then the next person that's called is Bobby Lashley. Comes down, they face off. He, th- they, he throws them out. Bam, they got a Mania match. I, I'd be all right with that. I, I think those two could put on a great match. They're both, I mean, because Lashley did, what was it, Strike Force or something? I mean, Lashley's yeah. got his own MMA background. Not as successful as Brock's, but nonetheless. Right. And so that way you could set up Braun, basically the next Raw or whatever, telling Roman he's not finished with him. And then that would set up Braun versus uh Roman at Mania. I would not want Roman to win, but I could see that totally happening. I yeah. because because think about the year and just in in just the scope or in just the context of of wrestling, nothing outside of it. The year those two people have had, it's it's honestly been their year. It's been Braun's year. It has. Um, it absolutely has. And as much as you, as much as I don't like Roman or whatever, you have to give him credit for being the other guy most of the time during all of that um, and taking it like a champ and and they, they really have put on a good show um, it's been mostly Braun Braun is the it, this year has been his year and if anyone deserves the title it should be him and walking into Wrestlemania even if he loses it, it would suck I would be like what Bray did but he he deserves that he at least deserves the championship so I, I think that that would be a better way to book it so that you get your Bobby Lashley versus Brock, these two, you know, didn't Bobby Lashley do UFC? He did the uh, Strike Force or something similar. 
All right. You got these two like athletes that have gone on and done other things elsewhere. Yeah. Um, fighting wise, could have their own match. You could have Braun versus Roman. Uh, this way, you can have Nakamura versus AJ Styles. That's that's um, the money match, man. If they don't yep. do that, they are insane. Yep. And then you do Finn in the club versus the Shield. Dean comes back. Well, what have you? They somehow they're gonna have to wrestle around those belts around. But give Finn in, in, in the club the the tag team titles and then have shield challenge them. Um, I want, you know, you can do a, a tag team um, ladder match for SmackDown, have new day Rusev in English, the brother, the bludgeon brothers, um, you know, all of them. That's, uh, that's pretty much everybody. <laughs> and well, no, I'm missing Gable Gable. Yeah. Yeah. Well, they have their match, you know, they're challenging the Usos at the rumble and I'm betting they come away from that one. Yes. I'm yeah, betting they, they, it's, it's real. It was really awkward to see the Usos standing around a poker game with beer on the table. Like that was, well, they just, they, and then and guess what? After that, they had their ride along. Yeah. Um, and I'm, I'm thinking, sure it, I mean, is this the one where he gets a DUI? <laughs> Oh my God! Don't drink and drive, kids. But oh my God, like, uh, just, how do you do that? I, you know, uh, how do you do that? Like he's, uh, and it, man, like, you these uh, these wrestlers, um, you know, back in the day they were wild. These days they are watched like a hawk. Yeah, I mean, back back especially during the eighties, and I mean they, re- it was great reading the 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 Hardys autobiography even 10 this was like 10 years ago they're you know most of these guys at least back in the day in particular would travel with their with their booker with their with their road agent and they traveled Mm -hmm. with michael p.s hayes who was one of the free birds back in the day Mm -hmm. and he still traveled like he did back then you you know you get in the car you go to a you go to a, a steakhouse or a bar or something and you have you have your meat and potatoes and you get you get a handful of drinks in you and then you get on the road and go to the next town. And that's what you did yep. night in and night out. I mean, that was just the lifestyle. And, yeah, you, and Stone you Cold just, talks about it. Like he, he, he sets up his podcast as, Hey, I have a beer in my hand and we're going down the road. Like, yeah. <laughs> like that's, I mean, that, that was it. That was what she did. But you know, that was 30 some years ago. Like times, times have changed. Yeah. And yeah. Um, uh, speaking of that, I mean, we we gotta mention it. Uh, Enzo was released from the WWE. Yeah, and um, this this story, we thought the Aziz Ansari story last week was weird. This is just this is just bizarre all the way. It around. really is. Um, and I mean, there's uh, it, 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 it's it's tough because you know obviously if something really did happen. It, it, they 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 made the right decision no matter what because of the way Enzo went about it. Yeah, I um, mean, and this is what we keep seeing is people living up to what people's impressions of them would be. If you met, yeah, if no. you just saw Enzo on the street, you would immediately think awful things. Right, and see, I was I I, I admit, man, I was a big mark for Enzo. I really loved I, him and Cass. And, I absolutely loved and Enzo. Their gimmick, and I loved how ridiculous it was, and I loved how much they knew that, and that they were playing off of it. 
Um, and I love that, you know, he's a young 20 year old guy and he's very flashy. He's very much a Ric Flair of the modern day where he needs the, the, the newest clothes, the name brands, the what have you's, uh, just totally ridiculous. No, nowhere down to earth, like a normal person. Um, and to see something like this and, and the fact that, you know, regardless of what happened, because there's a lot coming out that, that, that the story doesn't make a lot of sense either way. Um, and, and for him to even be involved in that to, 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 because obviously he was there, he was with her, you know, they were doing drugs. That's just the WWE did the right thing by, by removing themselves from that situation. Um, because that it's, it's such a disaster. Um, even you, you know, it, the, the text messages and stuff that are coming out saying like, hey, I hooked up with the wrestler. It doesn't look good, but also, you know, he, I'm sure they'll have their day in court now because of it. Well, because um, the, uh, the whatever, is it the Phoenix Police Department, I think? The Phoenix like there's, Police Department. They're doing their investigation and all that stuff, and it's... And he didn't tell anybody. Yeah. Like, that is a nightmare scenario. How do you not... How are you, you know, it, it, us fans know that you are not going to get anything past these the Vince McMahon and the WWE something as massive as that on that scale yeah um to to just not say anything i obviously was afraid but you know you're oh man you like to throw away all these years and you know possibly millions of dollars your career just flush down the drain because you want to go do something so stupid you know, regardless of what happened that night, to be in that situation, like, oh, you, you got to make better decisions. But it's just, I mean, you know, it's I, terrible. I, I don't know what more money, more problems, I guess. But, you know, yeah. I, just, I don't it, just I don't. Uh, and I mean, this is a, this is the tale as old as time anymore, because I mean yeah. this. But now now people are having to face the consequences of it. I mean, back in the day, yep. hell, look at, look at everything that Mike Tyson did and, and mm. arguably got away with. Yeah. He went to jail, but right. did he, did his career suffer? Hell no. If anything, no. it got a boost. It he was boost. in movies and people love him. And, and it's yeah. just, and I mean, but now it's finally coming crashing down. Like, no, this, this can't just be anymore. And then you get something like this where, did it happen? Did it not happen? And people are coming forward saying, actually, this this didn't happen like this at all. And it's this is oh. a giant mess. This is just it's... an absolute mess. And I and it's it the way it appears is somebody troubled met somebody who was too stupid to know what the right decisions were. And yeah. this and this is the chaos that ensues. Yep. Yep. Uh, Absolutely. Just, you know, it's no matter I, what way this winds up, however this actually turns out and whatever really happened, it was it was bad all the way around. Maybe yeah. it was it, it maybe it was horrendously bad. Maybe it's maybe it is a case of 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 being made out to be something else because of 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 other circumstances. But I mean, this just this whole thing was just one series of bad decisions by seemingly everybody involved, everybody, right after yeah. the other. And I just and, and to to put mm. that at the doorstep of the WWE the night of 
their 25th anniversary when all of that could have been avoided you know if 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 everything went down the way you know if everything went down and there was a police report and Enzo knew of this he could have informed them months ago so that they could have removed him let him handle his legal business um however which way it went and not you know i I don't blame them whatsoever for what they did they're they're not going to want anything to do with that situation no i mean after Um, i mean especially with with what what happened with rich swan not that long ago yeah i mean they looked at this and they said all right dude you're we're benching you until further notice and then the next day they went you know what actually you're done you're out of here Bye. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Apparently, he showed up, and I don't know. And there was all. Yeah, I saw that there was a like the yeah, locker room everyone, left, and then yeah. he went out, and Vince got in his face and screamed at him to get out, and I was like, just, oh god, it's sad, really sad, um, all the way around. Yeah, just I everybody when everybody make smart decisions and yeah. and don't be an awful person. Yeah. There's your two pillars for how to live a halfway decent life. Make smart decisions or at least recognize stupid decisions and don't make them. Oh, maybe, yeah. Maybe you can't find, oh, this is the smart choice to make. But may, but you can probably look and say, oh, this is the stupid choice to make, so I'm not going to do that. At the very yeah. least, don't make stupid decisions. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Absolutely, man. Yeah, I I think you nailed it. Um, really no way to transition back, but, um, the, uh, but, but back to mania, (laughs) um, I think, but that's kind of how I would set it up. I would have a soccer or not a soccer. Um, Jesus Christ. Oscar. Oscar. Why did I say Osaka? Well, it's that, it's that extra in there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Hervers bliss, I think is, you know, I, I, who is it that's rumored to be in the women's rumble again? What's her name? Ronda Rousey. Rousey. I think, uh, I mean, I think they will make her, they'll have her win, but I would not like to see that. I don't think she wins it because they're going to do, they really want to do the four horse women versus the four horse women at, at mania. And I think that's, I think that's where they're going to go. Um, I think between now and then Carmella cashes in and takes the title from, from Charlotte. So that frees okay. her up to be to to bring that group together, and there's, you know, we'll have some kind of cross promotional because they're you know they're they're split two and two. Becky and Charlotte on SmackDown, and mm-hmm. and Sasha and Bailey on Raw. So I they'll they'll do a thing. They'll work it out. Um, yeah. But they'll you know they'll handle that. But there's here's what's interesting. They're saying we're gonna have thirty women in the Royal Rumble match. Between the two rosters, there's only eighteen. So you've yeah. got plenty of room for call-ups and surprises. I'm, I am predicting. We know Ronda's going to be in it. She's, it, it, it's almost guaranteed. So she's going to be 19. Um, Where she, was Lita? Did you see that on Twitter? She was like, "Hey, I didn't get invited, but I'm on the chair." Yeah, that was. I don't know. And 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 Randy Orton wasn't there, and there was a whole little yeah. kerfuffle about that. And I just. I don't well, know. I was wondering, like, Mick Foley. I was like, where's Mick Foley? He should be here. Mick... The Rock, of all people, should have had a video or something. Well, I th- yeah, he, he, that's, that was the one that was strange. Like, there was no Rock at all, but I, you know, I don't know. Like, that, because I know he's, odd. he's busy doing 18,000 other things. I get that he couldn't be there. But, 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 but a... The Rock made a video for Kind of Funny. Yeah. 
that, like, uh, yeah. you can't make a video for the 25th anniversary of Raw? Well, I don't, because here's the thing. That did not look as well planned out as I think they would have liked. Yeah, I That's... mean, maybe, I could have done uh, maybe a segment to less of them playing poker and it turning into a clown car. Yeah, that was, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it was, look, the poker game was always fun. It was an APA staple. Uh, Bradshaw yeah. can still go to hell, but. Oh, yeah, every time I saw it, I was like, fuck that guy. Yeah. But uh, just, it's a fun little segment, and it always was anytime they did it. But yeah, it got it got so way overdone. They they, they easily could have removed a few commercials. I, I I know that they that's between them and USA, but s- s- they could have made room for the the all the Rock had to do was just show up with Mick Foley or make a video with him or something. Exactly. Like, it, the, the the Rock and Sock connection or something. And that was the thing he was tweeting and like he was on Instagram the next morning talking about nonsense like. A, a, about working out and stuff he could have easily done something yeah i, I just, thought that was really weird it was strange but uh you know we had to have 25 minutes for dx so you know what are you gonna do <laughs> well i saw I, I really dug the stuff with them in the club it's, it was fun i i i begrudge them nothing because what they did was fun but man if there was ever a segment that every segment that triple h is in just drags they go yeah, on yeah. forever and i i mean i i love I love the Uncle Hunter version of Triple H to death. I really do. Oh, yeah. But, but God, this is going too singing, long. Him singing Pixar movie songs. That was, oh, my God. Him him, <laughs> yeah, him doing the lip sync challenge and doing Moana was, was beautiful. It was. It, I've never been so over on Triple H until I saw that. I thought. Because that's that, the thing. That's the, that's the real, that's the old DX spirit of I'm just going to do whatever the hell makes me laugh. Yeah. That that was why DX worked when he and Sean or when he and the New Age Outlaws and that whole group when they just went and did whatever that worked and that yes. that's why they're so that's why they are an iconic force because they just said screw it. The, the, that Triple H is so much better than the like grueling pouring water on my face and yeah. spitting on you and I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm the authority no I like it like kind of like how he was at, at SummerSlam or whatever that was the snow what was it Survivor Series yeah. where he was just like like relax Braun <laughs> you know that, that Triple H is hilarious to me yeah the, the boss man, you know, you could tell the New Day was just having a ball watching their boss, <laughs> you know, sing Moana or whatever. Just that watch. I could watch. I could watch Xavier Woods react to things forever. Oh, yeah. His, his facial expressions are amazing. Oh, yeah. Him singing Bobby Lashley's song coming to the ring was great. Oh. <laughs> but um, but yeah. So, I mean, I, I don't know in any. That's how I would do it. How would you do it? With... I man, I my. And here's here's something else I want to talk about. And I know WWE oh, I put it, one. I I just I I think the Undertaker retired. I, I think he did too. I, I WWE has posted it like Undertaker issues a warning and I'm like that was not a warning. That was a retirement statement. Yeah, he said he put a bunch of souls in the ground and they're gone for good. And now they can all rest in peace. And I'm like, that's right. a retirement statement. That's not a warning. That's not an I'm coming for somebody else. That's an I'm done. Right. That's that's it. That was the point of him being there was to, to make it official. I don't care what anybody else wants to tell me. So that's, that's how I took it too. Yeah, so that's not going to happen. Like that's, And here's the interesting thing. I didn't see that coming. I kept yeah. thinking, like, oh, Undertaker's going to be there, and everybody went, okay, so who's he going to face at Mania? I didn't, I never stopped to think, what if he's mm. going to actually come out and announce his retirement? 
I and need... I don't want him to. I honestly want him just to stay under the ground in Orlando. <laughs> did, you, did you see he didn't have his coat and his hat I, because I he left that. it in Orlando? Yes, I love that. That was great. If there was ever anybody in the business who who would have made sure, like I'll guarantee you, they he made absolutely sure, well, okay, what did I leave out there? I can't have the coat, I can't have the hat, and I can't have the gloves. Like can't, it can't, well, I have a different pair of gloves maybe. But like the like right. the stuff that was down there had to stay there. So he went with the the WrestleMania thirty look with that hood and everything. Right. And, uh, no, and I love that because he has always had that that commitment to to the bit, and mm-hmm. I, I I love him forever for it. Even though it was that was a gimmick that that never had any right to go anywhere, and yeah. it became one of the most iconic things in professional wrestling ever. And right. Hats off to him for it. But, uh, you know, I, I don't know. I look at mania and I, and I still, I there was, st- there was, there was one thing I forgot real fast. What's up? I want Daniel Bryan's music to hit at the rumble. I want him to come out and I want him to throw the Miz over. And then that sets up their feud going into mania because I want to see Daniel Bryan first the Miz because they set that up on SmackDown live. However long ago, I want there to be something to that there. I, no. I want the Miz to attack him at SmackDown and him go over to, to raw and for the next few months or whatever. No, I, I, I know, I know it won't happen, but I'm saying, man, when he came out there and he just pointed at him and looked at him, Oh, they have to be teasing something because Daniel Bryan was never a manager for Raw. Yeah, that's true. So uh, he was there for. Oh man, they're teasing it too much. I, just, I uh, I'd, I'd rather see him versus the Miz than you know uh, Shane McMahon or something. I that's where they're building him and him and the him and the 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 Yep connection, the Yep movement. Nah, I would uh, rather him versus versus yeah. the Miz any day. Uh, it, not gonna happen, but I, I, I know. Don't know. I, I would right, I would I would rather I mean Miz isn't even going to be in the Rumble and that's and that's kind of a bummer because that's the moment I want I want Daniel Bryan's music to hit and then the Miz comes out like, why wouldn't he be in it because he's Intercontinental Champ it they, doesn't matter they they've been in it before I, yeah that's true but sometimes they do sometimes they don't it's, right it gets weird like that sometimes I don't know no, I agree but. I don't know. That's the, only, that's the only reason I'd want him in there is if they are going to have Daniel Bryan run it. <laughs> yeah, I mean they don't have, you know, as far as the 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 rundown so far of who we have in the Rumble: Elias, Orton, Nakamura, Cena, Balor, Corbin, Matt Hardy, Bray Wyatt, Rusev, Aiden English, Apollo Cruz, Titus O'Neil. Oh shit, the Miz is going to be in it. Okay, um, yeah. interesting. He's listed here anyway. Um, Dillinger, Biggie, Kofi Kingston, Xavier Woods. Um, and now, what if they get crazy and Kofi wins it? I would lose my damn mind. <laughs> I would. I care. would. I would freak <laughs> the hell out. That would be so well deserved. If I... he somehow he somehow pulled it off, and they they for whatever reason, if they're like, you know what, this is your year. You're gonna go face. You know, who would he fight, Brock, or would he challenge AJ? AJ, I mean, it'd be it'd yeah. be brand specific. It's gonna be brand specific, yeah. So okay. it'll be you know, and they've they've been weird with that in some years. Where I think we talked about this before, where like somebody, whoever won, got to challenge whatever champion, and I. But right. I, it's gonna be it's it's gotta be brand specific because it was yeah. it was last year. I'm pretty sure it would well, be this year. 
there's a rumor swirling that they might have Finn win it, but then challenge AJ Styles and then I, the, be like a club thing. I'd be okay with that. Um, I'd be okay with that too. I would just, I would rather it just be Nakamura straight up. Because yes. he, because I'm he and AJ would put on one hell of a match. Because then, what would Nakamura do for WrestleMania? Yeah, and I get it. This is this is what his first WrestleMania, so it's not like you know now or never, but it kind of is. It, they need to pull the trigger on him. Yeah, and I'm I, I would even be okay if he lost. Like right, I don't right, I don't right. need him to win it. AJ can retain, but just just to have the match and let them have their match. Don't right. don't try to WWE it up. Let those no, two no, no, no. put their own thing together and say, "Here's what we're gonna do," and then let them go out there and do it. Yeah, because that I'm like that would be just a massive, massive match. No, I completely agree. Um, man, I think they need. I, I'm the last few weeks have made me so happy that they are doubling down on the club. They're actually winning stuff now. Yes. You know? yes. Um, and and they're looking way more. They're looking strong. And I I, I, I wish that. I wish that Nakamura and AJ were on the same show as them just so there would be more interaction. And so they would, they could feud each other and whatnot. Um, yeah, I, I would like more of that, but, um, how would you, how would you do the, how would you do the, um, universal championship? I, uh, I, 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 uh, I want Braun to win at the rumble. I yeah. do. I want him. I you know we hear talk about well Braun might pin Kane and then you know that would set up you know Brock being furious and you'd get Brock Braun at what is their next one? I think it's an, Elimination Chamber. Yeah. Is now is that one Raw? Is that one Raw exclusive? Uh yes. Okay, so they're doing that one just Raw this year because there's got to be something and I. Because here's here's the way I, that I plan this. Here's the way that I think about this. Um, if if Roman if uh, well, let me actually f- put, frame it this way. That's what I was looking for. Frame. Um, if a Raw guy wins the Rumble, then the Elimination Chamber match is is not going to be for the title, but it will be for the number one contender spot. Okay. I, that's how I see it. I see if. Here's here's the way I see this playing out. If Brock retains, then I because uh, damn, it's it's weird because I think if Brock retains, then either Roman wins the Rumble or he wins the number one contenders match at Elimination Chamber. Gotcha. Okay. But given that it's an Elimination Chamber this year, that that's Raw, I think this is why somebody SmackDown is gonna win the Rumble. And I and I hope I hope it's Knock, because the right. alternative is what Randy Orton again that worked so well oh, last year. No. But you know you see what I mean. <sighs> but I you know I I think so I think a SmackDown guy wins the Rumble and I really hope it's Knock. And I think yeah. Raw goes into the Elimination Chamber with and I think it's going to be with Braun as champion, and I mm-hmm. think he just cleans house. I think mm-hmm. he just absolutely destroys the chamber. And goes into WrestleMania doing an entire, you know, I, you know, you can't stop me. Look what I've done. Blah blah blah. Um, Wait. So make sure. So hold on. So Braun wins at Rumble. The Elimination Chamber is for who's going to fight him at Mania. I know. I, Bra- I I think uh, yeah. See, this is where 
this is that where... could work. You could have Roman win it if they wanted Roman to face him. Right. I I think that if because here's the thing. I think if Braun wins at at the Rumble, if mm-hmm. he wins u- the Universal Title, I think you almost have to put him in the Elimination Chamber match. Oh, and, with all of them? And make it for the title just because imagine Braun Strowman in the Elimination Chamber. Then how do you get the 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 how do you get who's gonna fight them? You do a tournament for the next, you know, month Much. and a half that they have. That's fine. If Brock wins at the Rumble, then either somebody from Raw wins the Rumble or the Elimination Chamber match is a number one contenders match. Because you're not gonna yeah. put Brock in the Elimination Chamber. He's not gonna he's not gonna wanna do it. That's what I think is going to happen. Yeah. I think that that I think that Brock probably will win, and then Roman will probably win the Elimination Chamber, uh, and that would suck. But I, that's what, that's how they're going to do it. I I could I could see that, but I it's yeah that's that's going to be weird. Um, Unless Co- we need Kofi to get no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Look, just because that that was one thing that stood out was every time he'd get out, he would figure out a way to to jump around the ring and stuff like that, and. I saw him just post on um, Instagram like he's been with the company for ten years now. Yeah, and that's crazy. That's so crazy. Two thousand nine was my best year. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yep, oh, he lost the... his accent. I love. <laughs> <laughs> that was that was bad. Uh, thought he was Jamaican. No, oh, he was Jamaican. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh man, I actually went back and watched that that battle not that long ago. Uh, yeah, God, it was so good. But I. I uh, it depends on it depends on how the rumble shakes out. Um, as ask me next week what to do with Mania, and I'll and I'll definitely tell you. Um, <laughs> oh I th- yeah, I we'll think have to come back next week. Talk yeah, about it. I think we get Oscar Bliss. I think Oscar wins the women's rumble. I I do. I think they introduce. I think Ronda comes in, and but I uh, but she doesn't win it. I don't see her winning it. Um, I want to see women tag team titles. I think that's the next thing for their division. They're they're building to it, and I and I'm, it, yeah. I am definitely looking forward to it. They're introducing factions, and they're trying to to mm-hmm. build up this idea. And you know, I mean, they've got they they just need a f- they just need a little bit more on each roster. Yeah, because they're coming. They, there's an XT. They're they're getting there. They're absolutely getting there, and I'm and I'm really looking forward to it. But it's it's gonna yeah. take another year. I think yeah. at the at the minimum, um, but it's definitely something that it's definitely something that that should be I, done. I, and they, I might... think the Bella Twins are around the corner too. Because shut up, Nikki's they're ready though. No, I don't care. They're awful. No. no yes, they are. Their ring work is bad. Their ring work has always been bad. They're yeah. no, they are remnants of the of the age of the diva and should be relegated as such. I they, guess you know more about it than I they do. Were, I guess I've been oh, watching were, too much Tolkellas. They're like they're great personalities. I, I'm, uh, That's the thing. Yeah, like, but I actually like so, like they're crazy. Yeah, but, but their ring work sucks. Yeah, they I were get you. they they're bad. I mean, Nikki had improved some. You know, her match alongside John at Mania against against Miz and Maurice yeah. was was not atrocious. But I mean, that was oh god go i i i challenge you have the wwe network i challenge you yeah. go back and watch some of their matches they're terrible 
They well, are. they were at one of the manias, and they came out as the Bella Twins, and I was like, oh, wow. Like, yeah. it just, yeah. Yeah, they're bad. Like, their their ring work is awful. AJ Lee was right when she said that talent isn't sexually transmitted. Because <laughs> she was right, because they were terrible. They were awful. They were absolutely yeah. awful. And the only was... reason that, that whichever Bella, I can't even remember which one was Divas Champion, was Divas Champion longer than AJ Lee was because she married Punk and they wanted to they they wanted to take that record away from her, but it was yeah. just they were awful they were absolutely terrible and I that was another thing that baffled me about Raw twenty five was they were like we're bringing out the the some of the best women that we could find like Kelly Kelly which was just wrong. And I mean, and they brought out the Bellas, and I thought, in one sense, yes, but in the sense of here are people that Bellas can wrestle, are huge, no. Yeah, yeah, I agree. They like their brand is huge, but their talent yes. in the ring is non-existent. Like they can't that's, wrestle. That's okay, though. I, I I don't know. I I think that that's okay. Um, the, the, it's definitely different now. You're absolutely right. Yeah. After, after the revolution, it's a completely different animal. Um, but. I, I think they're important. They're a huge draw. I think people still, they're going to pop, especially for, um, uh, for, uh, wow, my mind, my, mine just went blank. Um, Brie mode, you know, when Brie does her stuff like that, yeah. like I don't, her having her baby and everything else. I don't know. I think people would root for her. I but think the reason, right. the reason that people pop for the Bellas is because they haven't been in the ring in so long. People forgot how bad they are. But the thing is, is watching that show. And I know you don't watch it, but watching that show, gives these them these girls so much more character i agree uh than they ever get time in the ring to do more so than i you know the men are on their show and they have their social media but i feel like i know way more about like someone like uh, naya Jax, for example she's on the new season and she's a huge part of the new season her and alexa bliss and the stuff that they do together you get a real idea of their relationship uh, how much of it is made up for the show, you can't really tell, but there's something there. There's something real there. Yeah. Uh, same thing with the Miz and Maurice. Like, there's way more character development because that you they get the that hour every week of just stuff, of ridiculous stuff. And, yeah, I guess that's the only reason why I'm like – because I never really – I've watched them, you know, wrestle a few times. You're absolutely right. Yeah. But I didn't watch when they were like, you know – you know, tricking the crowd and going in and out of the ring underneath the, you know, you know, how they were winning back then. I, I didn't, I wasn't watching them. Yeah. And they're like, oh. I mean, they, cause they did weird, like they had weird angles too, that just kind of went nowhere and everything it was bizarre. One thing that was super cool to see is, uh, Naomi, when she came out for, uh, like she was like a cheerleader and it's so cool to see where she came from from coming out as just a cheerleader not wrestling or anything like that uh during one of the rumbles um and now look at her she she's won the the the, she's won the women's championship the smackdown championship you know a few different times that's been awesome yeah it's it really it's it's cool to see you know when it's it's fun to watch somebody put in the work and see the whole journey of i started from here you know i mean you know the, the most famous one is Dolph Ziggler was originally part of the Spirit Squad. Yeah. And and worked and worked and wound up, you know, being really bland at the end. And I kind of oh. hope he never comes back. 
He don't, I don't like Ziv. He follows Dolph, some crazy people on Twitter. Yeah, but that's <laughs> Dol- Dolph is the epitome of wasted potential. He yeah. had he had all the right tools and everything, and they just never really gave him the opportunity. And yeah. and and then towards the end, he was always kind of just, well, I guess I'll leave now. Wait, wait, here's a title, and he's like, well, okay, I'll stay. And then you know, it's like, right. I guess I'll leave now. And then, wait, wait, here's a title. Okay, I guess I'm gonna leave anyway. Like, okay, fine, bye. Like, cause by the end, he was just boring. I his... he would be a rock star over in Japan. Yeah. Yeah, he would that's... be an absolute rock star with Kenny. Yeah, that oh boy, that'd be interesting. Because <laughs> well, I mean, that's especially with the last gimmick he was doing, the whole like anybody yeah. can 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 make an entrance. That's that's half of the battle in New Japan. Oh yeah, Bullet Club Ziggler totally would work. <laughs> oh man. Oh. Yeah. But I I don't know. We'll I I mean, we'll see after the Rumble. I'm yeah. I I I'm interested to see because we're going to have, you know, we've got, you know, Ronda and, and Shayna Baszler are going to be in the Rumble. So that's 20. That's, mm-hmm. I mean, that's 10 spots for call-ups and and people being brought in. I mean, I, I, are we going to see Candice LeRae? Are, are we going to see more people from uh, the Mae Young Classic? Are we going to see more people from yes. NXT? Yes. I, you know, it's Stephanie just, will probably be in it. I, oh, I, dude, don't. And I've seen this everywhere. People being cautious, saying, hey, look. Don't underestimate the idea of Stephanie entering at number thirty and winning it. It it yeah. it, it could happen. It's it's yeah, consistent her with her character. <laughs> right, right. That would give her massive heat. Well, what about what's his face? Do you think he would come? The one who went around with Carmella, James Ellsworth. Oh my God! You cannot bring Ellsworth back in this. <laughs> that would God. be so. <laughs> Uh, People would lose their shit if he came out uh, and was in the match with them. They would all jump him and toss him out immediately. I um, just, I think that after what happened with the Money in the Bank match, you can't do something like that. I completely agree, but I don't put it past them. That's true. That's fair. That's a fair <laughs> I, point. I, let me let me rephrase it. I don't think they should do that at all. I don't think he should be anywhere near there. But um, but but I wouldn't put it past them to do that. Or if they his music hit and he came out and they just just injured him before he came into the ring. It just everybody just gets out and beats the hell out of him. I'd be all right with that. <laughs> right, right. Uh, but uh, poor but James. Yeah. We hardly knew you. <laughs> poor James. I read an article. He he. He talked about life after the WWE right now, and he's got a whole bunch of stuff booked, and he owns like a wrestling club and everything else. So he's doing fine. Yeah, but it he's, was. He's doing good. He was like, it was a wild ride and something. You know, he had a WrestleMania moment. And he never thought he would have that. That's true. That's true. Yeah, yeah. So I thought that was cool. But, yeah. But so I don't know. That's I don't. That's gonna be be the one to watch. I'm really curious about that because that's. I wonder be... what order they go in. Do what? I'm wondering what order they go in. I think the the Braun and Brock match can't go last because if 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 Braun wins, you know we want the mystery of if Brock or Kane is going to enter in the Rumble. True. Yeah. Yeah, I think we see the men's Rumble last. I yeah. and 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 I don't think they go Rumble to Rumble. I don't I think, think they I, open with the women's. I think that would be the best because that would be huge. Agreed. Uh, and get everybody excited. Um, and then you have the matches in between, and then you do the men's rumble. Yeah, and I mean, really, like all that's on the card is, from what I have, from what I've been able to find, it are the two rumbles, the two title yeah. matches, and the two tag title matches. 
That's that's way more than you need anyway. That's true. That's I mean yeah. that's six, and the and the and the rumble matches are gonna last at least an hour. Yeah, a piece <laughs> almost. Yeah, for sure. So you, I, you don't. Yeah, you, yeah. You, that's why the, the you know we were talking earlier about the build up to the rumble. You don't really need one. There's two rumbles. We the story is already there and it's going to be told in the ring and yeah. the title matches. Yeah, you needed one, but hell, we've been dragging those those on for months now. Uh, those stories. Um, so yeah, I don't I don't see a, I I only see a couple surprises in the men's rumble. And by surprises, I mean, you know, ones that like we know, but, you know, we're going to see like we'll see I, we're going to see Lashley and we're going to see EC3. Um, but who's EC3? Ethan, Ethan Carter, the third. He's the other dude from Impact. OK, um, he he got huge over there. He was he was something Bateman in WWE for like a minute. And okay. then, and they said, "No, nah, we don't want you." And so he went to TNA and and really took off over there. Yeah. Um, okay. So I, I think we definitely, I think we see those two. Um, there's got to be at least one NXT call up, uh, and I and I don't mean like an official like, oh, this person's on the main roster now, but like they did with Ty last year. Right, right, right. Like before they actually brought him up, they had him in the Rumble. Um, and I don't know who it would be. Um, maybe Alistair Black. Um, yeah, but, but I, you know, I think somebody for sure. I definitely think we see somebody from NXT. Um, and then outside of that, who knows? I've, yeah. I, I, I couldn't tell you. Um, the women's rumble, we're going to see a lot of call-ups and at least one or two supposed to be surprises. Mm-hmm. Um, but God, if number thirty, if you if you thought Samoa Joe getting booed coming in at number thirty last year was bad, if <laughs> if you hear Stephanie's music hit for number thirty, like that place is gonna go bonkers. Yeah, like, they are gonna boo the absolute hell out of it. Yeah. Um but I mean she's in shape for it. You know, she and she and Hunter do their workouts together most of the time. I mean, she's in she's in damn good shape. So I would oh, yeah? I wouldn't put it past it. She was somebody else who could not really wrestle. But I mean, that, you know, that, that, I don't I wouldn't be surprised. I would not be surprised. Do you think Alexa Bliss's boyfriend gets called up or fiance Buddy Murphy? I don't are Blake and Murphy even a thing in NXT anymore. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, that was that was that was one of the stories on Total Bellas where, like, he's like, I haven't been doing much work on TV, uh, and you know, she's like, they're basically if he gets cut, then he he doesn't have work, and yeah. so he would have to go back to Australia, and so that was like an angle they talked about on the show, and you know, uh, <laughs> it was it was kind of awkward because Nia Jax was like well, then why don't you get married now? And she's like, well, uh, I don't want to have to, you know, just suddenly get married. And uh, it was, it was, it was weird, but I'm curious because he was on it for like a few episodes. So yeah, I'm wondering they, if, and I mean, they've both been off for a year now, over a year. Well, that's what, that's what Nia Jax was like. You've been engaged for a year now. Um, and, and her whole deal was I'm gone all the time and I have a day at home and so if he gets cut and he has to go back to Australia, I have 90, then we have 90 days to get married and I can't plan a wedding one day a month, one day a week for 90 days. Yeah. And she's like, and I don't want to just get married just to get married. 
so it was just, I don't know, it was a, it was a whole awkward deal where they got into a kind of a fight. And I don't know. I, I'm, I'm curious if he would get if he if he would get called up. He's been doing a lot of matches with uh, the Alistair Black guy. He's yeah. They've apparently put together a a, a stable with him and some other guys who I don't know because I have, I haven't been following NXT like I used to. Yeah. But I just I, I who knows. I feel terrible because I'm here. I should go to it. I found out that Kevin Owens and all of them live here too now, and he goes to the shows. Yeah. So like I should something's wrong with me. I need to go <laughs> just do it. Yeah. Not being lazy. Yeah. I every I feel like anytime I get the urge to do it, I go to look and NXT is not here. It's like touring somewhere. It, yeah, we get a lot of that. It uh, tours they, a lot. Uh, yeah. They were in Charlotte a couple of weeks ago and I looked and I was like, uh, I I so wish I could go. But was, yeah. that that bummed me out cuz I was like I've never I'd never been to a non-taping show i've never been to oh. been to just a live event of any kind oh, okay. like everything i've been to was always for tv uh, right so and those seem so much more fun the stuff they're allowed to do yeah that's that's why i i, I was I, I i almost did that one instead because i had three choices basically it was either the smackdown before survivor series it was starcade or nxt and i was like i, I never I, watched starcade how it's, was that it's never been on it's not on. It wasn't an actual like event. It was a it was a special like, hey, we're in we're we're in the Carolinas and you know They didn't film it? No, uh uh-uh. uh. It's not a special. What? Yeah. I thought at least it'd be a network special. Uh uh-uh. uh. No. It was That's a crazy. it was a special branded hey, we're in the South, so we're gonna use an old NWA name for this thing. And it was a cool thing that they did. But but no, it wasn't a network special at all. Wow. Which sucks. That totally sucks. That they but, really just buried yeah, Starcade. Like it was <laughs> yeah, they did. <laughs> like, wow, that's crazy. But Yeah, I don't know, man. Yeah. But uh, that'd be uh, No, go ahead. No, it's just gonna say I'm like it's just it's it's gonna be interesting to see what happens, you know, because I mean we've you know, the rumble's on Sunday and I and and I I work that night until eight, so they think. So, oh, <laughs> I, I, are you kidding me? The second I get a chance, I'm out of there. Oh yeah, we've got all these extra orders. I don't care. Schedule says eight o'clock. Bye. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I should go home yep. early. Yep. Later. Yeah. <laughs> oh damn, our labor is terrible, and we're getting yelled at. I gotta go. Like, we gotta right, send right. somebody home. I'll bite the bullet. I I know it's terrible. But, you know, somebody has to leave. It might as well be me. When does the Rumble start? Seven. Is it seven? Seven. Seven or eight? No, hang on. I don't know. <laughs> I keep forgetting. Eight. It's got to be eight. Uh, airing on, it doesn't say. Uh, begins broadcasting. Will, some, will one of these damn paragraphs tell me what? There's always a pre-show. There's a, yeah, there's always a pre-show. I don't know what's on the pre-show. There's got to be a, a cruiserweight something. Yeah. Uh, oh yeah. I mean, what are they gonna do with two hundred five live? Everyone's either in jail, being arrested, under know. investigation, hurt. I don't know, man. I don't know. I I didn't you think. You, you think this is Neville's? Like, you think someone's <laughs> on the phone with him now? Like, uh, we need you. Yeah. Right. <laughs> like this is what do you want? We'll still sign it. Yeah. But I, I honestly think if Neville comes back, he doesn't want anything to do with that. I yeah I think he'd want to go back to the main roster. I cannot yeah. find a damn 
broadcast time for it. It's got yeah. it's got to be eight with a seven o'clock pre-show. Yeah, so you uh, won't be much. Well, you'll be able to watch a delay, right? Yeah, a... and like I'll you know like I'll skip ahead through some stuff. Like I'll hmm. just a couple minutes here and there. Like the video, I'll jump the video packages and everything. I'm yeah. not I'm not too worried about that. So yeah, man. Let's 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 get into some Academy Award news. Yeah, we had the uh, we had the nom- we had the nominations this week, and uh, I I want to jump to one in particular. Yeah, which one? Um, best animated feature film. Oh, the Kobe Bryant Award. Just because the internet is absolutely losing its mind <laughs> over this, um, because they cannot believe, and I and I side with them on this. I share their outrage. That that of everything that came out this year, how could they nominate? Did anybody actually see this movie and think and think yes, we should nominate Ferdinand for an Academy Award? It oh, was it was terrible. I I I hated Ferdinand. I uh, absolutely hated it. By com by contrast, I really enjoyed the Boss Baby. Oh okay yeah, a lot of people did yeah. Yeah, and everybody's losing their mind over the Boss Baby. They're like, oh my god, how did this movie get nominated? And I'm like, because this happens every year in the in the animated feature category. Yeah, that's how. Well, isn't isn't Kobe Bryant's movie in there? Did Kobe Bryant have a movie? Yeah, he had an animated movie. Who in the hell? What? He was nominated for an Oscar for Best Animated Short Film. Oh, short oh, film. Short film. Oh, yeah. I, didn't, I don't care about short films. <laughs> yeah, uh, Dear Basketball, I think, was one of them. Okay. Oh, yeah, that one. Yeah. Oh, well. Yep. I, I, look, there's... <laughs> There's so many of these categories where I'm like best animated short. I, I I'm not gonna watch them. I just I just right, right. no. I just thought that was crazy. Yeah. Um, like I just wanted to bring it to your attention that Kobe Bryant is now a nominated. Um, yeah. Oscar. Speaking of people whose careers didn't end after rape allegations. Jeez. <laughs> oh, well, you know that was You're right. You're um, right. You know. Ugh. Hollywood made him feel right at home. I guess. Yep. But, I mean, some of the, you know, like, that that category, live action short, documentary short, documentary feature, foreign language, I, right. I just, I always say, I say every year, I'm going to try to watch some of these. I never do. Mm. I just never do. Yeah. Uh, and I've never really heard anything about any of them either. Usually, by this time, I've I've at least heard of one of these. Right. Nothing. Um. I might have heard of The Last Men in Aleppo, maybe. I don't know why that sounds kind of familiar to me, but I don't think it has anything to do with the movie. Mm-hmm. But, like, I, I've i I've heard of none of these this year. Yeah. But, uh, Star Wars got nominations. I, yeah, how about, it got the ones I figured it was going to. Yes, um, yeah. And and uh, the one that bugs me, and I was afraid this was going to happen, and I'm ge- I am genuinely upset about this, was uh, best. Let me get the the name of the category right. Um, it's not production design. It's best costume design. Okay. And the greatest showman is not nominated, and that genuinely upsets me, uh. because those costumes were phenomenal. Mm. And I and I. Uh, how was that movie? You said you liked it, right? I loved it. I've seen it twice. Oh, uh, okay. Not counting the times that I watched it that 
that you know I should have been doing <laughs> something else. But you went with your mom to go see. My mom wanted to go see Star Wars, so I was like, "Hey, I got to move fast. Let's go." And then I was sitting there going, "Damn it, I'm at the movie theater again, and I'm not seeing a different movie." <laughs> you're, you're just watching Star Wars again. Look, yeah. but there's there's worse ways to there's worse ways <sighs> to spend your time. Yeah, I think I'm gonna go see The Commuter this weekend with eh. someone. I don't know what that's about. I don't want to know what it's about. I want to go in completely blind uh, because I've always kind of wanted to go into a movie completely blind. They were like, yeah, let's go see The Commuter. I was like, okay. I don't want to know what it is because I just want to go in and not know a thing. So don't tell me anything. I'm just going to say this. I'm not going to give you any plot details. None. I'm going to say only one thing. In the first 10 minutes, you're going to know exactly what movie you're there to see. Okay. And and, and And I bet, I will bet you... You're gonna think I should have gone to see anything else. Oh, I don't know. Aww. I don't know if it's good or not. I've not heard anybody talk about it, so I have no idea if it's good okay. or not. But it, it, you're gonna know what you're in for. Yeah, well, see, I well, I don't think I'll be that disappointed because movie passed. Because even if it's terrible, it'll be an hour or that's, two that's, or two hours. Yeah. yeah, and that's true. You know, with with movie pass, I can understand that. I want to go see like The Post or. Something like that, but it wasn't my choice, so. Yeah, um, yeah, fair enough. Did you see the trailer for Crocodile Dundee? I, I don't think that's a real thing. Yeah, people are saying it's not. I think it's a Super Bowl ad, because it's just, I, it's too tongue-in-cheek. Is it, like, a co-commercial? I, uh, like, <laughs> what is it gonna be? Uh, I, yeah, I don't think it's real, but when I started looking up the production company and everything that it says it was, it's totally the same production company that did the first two Crocodile Dundee movies, because they were, like, the only company that did those, th- those were, like, the most successful films to come out of Australia. Yeah, which is sad. It's sad, but yeah, so, like... I, I, I like the concept. I li- I'm one of the people who like Danny McBride. Uh, he's obviously playing an American that, like, his father was in Crocodile Dundee, and I like that Chris Hemsworth, an actual Australian, is going to help him out. I don't know. I, it sounds so ridiculous that I would actually go see that because I have movie pass. Um, but I think you're right. I think, sadly, it's not. But it should be. It's I. It's I think it's an elaborate Super Bowl ad. I really do. Yeah. I don't know what for. Um, I really yeah, hope it's not they... something like Foster's because that's just too on the nose. Yeah. But I, I. I think it's just an ad. I don't know if it turns out to be a real thing. I. I'm just because the name, the title alone. Dundee. Yeah, but there's a whole. You didn't see the full title. No. What is it? It's. It's. Oh man, I didn't pull it up here. I didn't write it down because I thought this is just ridiculous. But there is like a full it's not just Dundee. There's a there's a colon and it's like Son of the Crocodile Hunter returns or something bizarre like that. Give me a second. Uh it uh, if I can find it, it's taking Dundee, the son of the legend returns home. Yes. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, they, they've named other movies just as ridiculous, like The End or what was it? Like the the, the it's it it's it's ridiculous. So I, just, I don't know. Oh, I I don't know, man. I don't know. <laughs> but it's it's one of those things like we would have heard of this. There would have been news of this two years ago. Well, you know, there wasn't news of a new Blair Witch movie or a Cloverfield movie, and I, you know. That's true, I these, guess. These things can get by under the radar, especially because nobody on this entire planet was saying, you know, we need a movie about the son of Crocodile Dundee. No, nobody wants that. 
Right. So he's in in Chris Hemsworth as Wally Jr. Yeah. Uh, uh, <laughs> it's great. I would totally yeah. watch this. I I I would have to just to look at it and say, all right, what did you do? <laughs> just what what in what in the world did you do? No, I think it's a Super Bowl ad. Uh, I think it I is. could totally see them being ridiculous, like Dan, like Danny McBride, like going near a kangaroo, telling him to get the koala away from him or something, just being stupid. Yeah, like I could t- that would work, but um, I don't know. Yeah. Like he's only known, uh, like all he knows of Australia is the Outback Steakhouse or something. Like I could see them doing stupid stuff like that. But you're right; it's probably not. It's probably just an elaborate Super Bowl commercial, which would stink. Because yeah. I, I I like the ridiculous. <laughs> I I I do too, but I think sometimes you could. I think this would go to. This would just be so ridiculous it wouldn't be funny anymore. I think. <laughs> I think it would go too far. It would get to that kind of ridiculous that it's just kind of painful to watch. Right. And I just, I don't know. I just can't do those movies. I get to a point where I'm watching characters and I'm just like, oh, this is just this. This is too stupid. Yeah, but Chris Sims or Danny McBride, I don't know. It 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 just worked. That would work for me. I guess it wouldn't for you, but that would totally work I, for me. You know, if if the Grandmaster can be the roommate after Thor yes. left, I he was so that's the thing Chris Hemsworth was so good in Thor 3 like he could do comedy I don't know I <sighs> you know uh, I, just, uh, I don't know it's not the worst idea there's been worse there, yeah that's it sad says, but true it says coming soon comma mate yeah <laughs> oh maybe Netflix or something I don't know I... um <laughs> but uh all right, so where are we at with, with the awards? What do let's, you think? Let's, yeah, let's just picture. start from the top. Uh, <laughs> best picture we have, Call Me By Your Name, Darkest Hour, Dunkirk, Get Out, Lady Bird, Phantom Thread, The Post, The Shape of Water, and Three Billboards. And that's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine movies nominated this year. The Last Jedi didn't make it. I'm not surprised. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I'm kidding. Um, out of these, which what I mean, um, I'm sure you haven't seen all of them. You've seen a lot more than I have. Um, I've only seen one. Of th- I've seen two of these. I've seen Get Out. I want to see The Post. I haven't seen The Shape of Water. Yeah. I haven't seen Dunkirk. Um, what do you think is going to win? I, I think it's going to be between Lady Bird and Three Billboards. What's, I don't even know what these movies are about. Okay, uh, Three Billboards Outside Ebbing, Missouri is a is a is I and I don't because I can't remember exactly the story. It's it's the woman who takes out who actually rents three old dilapidated billboards because mm-hmm. uh, as a way of shaming the sheriff in the town for what happened to her daughter. Oh, and that's kind of the point of the story. And it's a weird. There's an odd sort of. We really like this movie because it's it's a pro strong women message, but apparently there's also a lot of like this character is really great and also racist. Uh, I've seen that in in like mentioned in articles, but never read enough to actually. Well, I mean, characters are flawed. It's that I, right that to me. Um, that's not a and that's you know and have and and now here's the thing and not having seen the movie, I have no. I have no judgment right. on that because I don't know, um, yeah. but you know I'm still gonna see it anyway, and then I'll yeah. and then I can say, oh yeah, this is you know this character's this or this character's not this or whatever. Right. 
Um, I mean, a story is a story, and I, I kind of like that. I don't like that she's racist if she is, but I, you know, how many times has that been reality where someone has done something great, but you're like, oh, they're also kind of a nightmare sometimes too. Yeah, that's that's the reality of of you know. I don't know. Um, that's you. It's now on my radar. Now I want to yeah. go and see this. Um, and Lady Bird is a story basically of a girl stuck between, you know, she's she's at that point of of transitioning from high school to adulthood. Okay. And just how kind of it's, it's sort of a, a coming of age drama in that oh. sense. Um, and is apparently very interesting and very good. Um, and I, for the life of me, as much as I would love to, cannot pronounce the so lead actress's it, name. So it's kind of like Napoleon dynamite, except not funny. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> and good. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Um, Okay. All right, I've never heard of this movie until now. The one that I've never heard of was Phantom Thread. Um, and Phantom the, Thread and sounds the, like a comic. The only reason that it's on here is because it's supposed to be Daniel Day Lewis's last movie. Oh, of course. It's it was it was the was it Paul Paul Anderson Paul Thomas Anderson one of the one of the Andersons because I get all of them confused. Yeah. Um. Yeah, Paul Thomas Anderson. And, uh, and it was his movie and it's Daniel Day Lewis. And, you know, for, I, I just, I've never even heard of this movie until today at all. Uh, Not at all. Um, so just you don't think, came. you don't think the post or shape of water has any chance? I don't think so. Um, no, I don't think the shape of water does just because it has sci-fi elements and, and I don't think that flies, um, yeah, I, the I, post is very relevant, though. It, the post, the post would be the one to to sneak this one out. I think. Yeah. Um, but I don't, I, I don't think it it wins. Um, I th- I think it's going to be either Lady Bird or Three Billboards. Okay, cool. Well, now I got some new movies to watch. Um, and I do want to go see the Post and Shape of Water in the theater, though. That is my Shape of Shape of Water in particular. Yes. It's it's an absolute cinematic experience. Uh, you okay. need to see it in theaters. The post is, the, I mean, I'm I'm always in favor of going to see movies in theaters because that's what they're made for. But right. you know, I, the post is not. It, it it it's just not made in the in the same way. You know, the shape of water is is something that you have to watch on the right. big screen. The post okay. you don't quote unquote have to, but right. I you know. So if, if you've got a choice, definitely go see Shape of Water first, I would okay. say. Okay. Well, done. Yeah. Um, let's go down to Best Director, uh, Paul mm-hmm. Thomas Anderson for Phantom Thread, Guillermo well, del Toro, Shape of Water, Greta Gerwig for Lady Bird, Christopher Nolan for Dunkirk, and Jordan Peele for Get Out. Let uh, me ask you, well, we didn't talk about Get Out. What is the chances of that winning Best Picture? Slim to none. Slim to none. What about Best Director? I, you know, I don't know because this is a tough category. I never get this. I don't, I can't distinguish director and film. Direct, it's, it's, it's interesting because you can direct an amazing film, but you can also be an amazing director and usually they go hand in hand. Okay. Um, But you can have, you know, nobody's going to argue, you know, Steven Spielberg is, one of right. the greatest directors of all time. You notice he's not nominated here because it's so much of this is being the director. And it's it's a whole... There, there are people out there far more qualified to explain this than I am. 
but it's a it is a bizarre kind of dichotomy just right. because i mean it, 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 jobs on a movie set are really weird right but there's there's the idea of executing this vision and being being the point man you know the mm-hmm. the writer and the director are in a in a in a more perfect world kind of in charge of here's the story and here's how we see it and here's how it's going to go and mm-hmm. sometimes there are differences and they've got to be worked out because movies are made by committee and things change. But how do you, how do you rein those, those things in? Um, right. It's a, it's a weird, it's a weird and strange thing because you're mm-hmm. in charge, but you're not totally in charge. And sometimes you're not supposed to be in charge and it's movie jobs are weird. <laughs> yeah. Oh, um, yeah. I have no clue who's going to win this. Um, I, I don't think, I don't well, think Del Toro got it for Del Toro the Golden got, Globes, right? Yeah, Del Toro got it for Shape of Water, and Greta Gerwig got it for Lady Bird. Okay, because they were in two different categories. Gotcha. Um, I want to see Greta Gerwig win it, just on principle. Okay. I, I, right. I, nobody here would up like. There's no. I don't think there's a wrong answer here. Right. Some categories you just have a wrong answer. Um, I don't think anybody is a bad choice here um i i i I gotta pull for del toro i have to his movies are always just so damn interesting and they're his vision and he creates these things and he makes them work and i i i i just i've gotta pull for del toro here but i i want greta gerwig to do it just because patty jenkins wasn't nominated which is a crime it is an absolute crime that she didn't get nominated for wonder woman because she she led the charge on that film and did an amazing job and that's that sucks Um, Uh i agree so i mean i don't know it's it's either gonna be be gerwig or del toro and i Mm -hmm. i I will be happy either way Um, what about actor best actor we have oh i'm gonna hate this uh, let's start from the bottom. Denzel Washington for <laughs> Roman J. Israel Esquire, which I did not see, but everybody, like the nine people that I know saw it at the theater I work at, <clears throat> wow. uh, all said the same thing, that he was amazing. That this, And I've seen that everywhere, that like this is one of his best performances ever. Okay. Uh, Gary Oldman, of course, Winston Churchill in the Darkest Hour. Uh, Daniel Kaluuya, uh, Get Out as Chris Washington, Daniel Day-Lewis for uh, Reynolds Woodcock and the Phantom Thread, and Timothée Chalamont, Call Me By Your Name, as Elio Perlman. Um, I don't know here, man. I, I don't I don't have a favorite. Um, I mean, I've only seen Get Out, and I thought he did a great job. He, he was fantastic. Um, um, the people love Daniel Day-Lewis, though. They, they're, they're... Yeah, but Gary Oldman won the Golden Globes. That's true. You can't even tell it's Gary Oldman. Yeah. Um, I, I don't know. Denzel's Denzel. You're right. That it could go to anybody. It's this is a this is a very tough category. Um, what about best actress? Best actress Sally Hawkins, The Shape of Water, as Elisa Esposito. She was amazing. Uh, Frances McDormand, who is tremendous in everything she does for Three Billboards. Margot Robbie as Tanya Harding in I Wrote Tanya. Uh, I I can't do it. I can't do the Irish. I hate it. Uh, Suarez Ronan, Lady Bird as Christine Lady Bird McPherson, and Meryl Streep for Catherine Graham in The Post. Again, I uh, I haven't seen I Tanya. Stop nominating her. I, 
not fair anymore. It's not because she's always so good. Um, yeah, it's true. You know, in anything you put her in, I want her to be nominated for something just completely ridiculous and outrageous. Probably the greatest actor of our time. Yeah, that's I that's think. completely fair. Yeah, no yeah. doubt. Um, this is another one that could go either way because uh, Frances McDormand won for won the Golden Globe for Three Billboards, and Suarez Ronan won for Lady Bird. So I and and I mean you know Sally Hawkins was tremendous. I haven't seen I Tanya, um, but I imagine Margot Robbie was great. Um, oh yeah, and of course you know Meryl is Meryl. So I, mm-hmm. I, I, I just, I don't know, man. I, I keep saying that because I really don't. Like, these could go either way. Mm-hmm. Um, best Supporting Actor, uh, Willem Dafoe in The Florida Project. I want to see that. It's about, like, the hotel that's, like, around Disney. Yeah. I've, yeah. I, had, I had heard about that. I had, I totally forgot about it until I started seeing it in, in awards stuff. Yeah. Um, Woody Harrelson for Three Billboards. <laughs> uh Richard Jenkins in The Shape of Water, he, he was pretty good. Uh, okay. Christopher Plummer for All the Money in the World, and Sam Rockwell for Three Billboards. Um, I think it's going to go probably either to Woody or Sam for Three Billboards, but okay. e- everything I've seen has said <clears throat> that Christopher Plummer was amazing in All the Money in the World. That the, the movie itself was okay, it wasn't spectacular, but he just blew everything away. Okay. And I and again, I haven't seen it, I can't corroborate that, but, you know, just stuff I've read and from talking to people. Because that's what's great, is I'll read something about the movie so I can ask people occasionally on the way out, hey, I heard Christopher Plummer was really good in this. Oh my god, he was incredible. He was amazing. Oh, well. And I, you know, I, I oh. always take that with, with a grain of salt, but... When it just seems to be a consensus, I think you know what the hell with it. They're probably right. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. That could that could go anywhere. Uh, so where are we here? Uh, <clears throat> we are on uh, best supporting actress. Supporting actress, uh, Mary J. Blige in Mud in Mudbound, which is a movie I had never heard of until today. Mm. Um, but it got a handful of nominations, so I'm gonna have to check it out. Um, cool. Allison Janney in I Tanya. Leslie Manville in Phantom Thread, Laurie Metcalf in Lady Bird, and Octavia Spencer in The Shape of Water. I liked her in The Shape of Water. I don't think it's a Best Supporting Actress-worthy role. Just, it, she's not in it tremendously. And I know there's been a lot of, of, of guff about, and, and, I'm, and I'm terrible because I can't remember her name, from, was it uh, Girls' Night? Okay. That everybody was so mad because she had one. Everybody talks about there was this one incredible scene that she has, kind of mm. towards the the not the end of the movie, but sort of before we hit the before we hit the <clears throat> finale, mm. and and it kind of reminds me a little bit of of Octavia Spencer in The Shape of Water. She's got one fantastic scene, tremendous right. scene, but one scene does not. A, right. an award-winning performance make. I'm sorry, I don't mm-hmm. care. And and I know people have won for less, and that sucks. Yeah. But I just... Well... You've got to take mean, the whole performance into account, not just, I did yeah. one fantastic scene. I That's great. That's awesome. Yeah. Fantastic. That is not Academy Award worthy to me. Let me ask you, for Best Supporting Actor, um, 
was Jack Black robbed, or was he not fall in the category because it's not in the right time period? It's no, it's in the right time period. Um, God, he's robbed. I think there's there is a genuine. There's really an argument to be made there. There's totally an there, argument to be made. He totally plays that so good. I, there really is. You want to talk about somebody who played the hell out of a role? That's true. Yeah. That's uh, very I, I true. I know the Academy looks down on comedy and sci-fi and all of that, but man, the, the, it shows with he, that. Yeah. He he oh, he owned the hell out of that role. That's very yeah. true. <laughs> yeah. If it was a dramatic piece and he was addicted to heroin then he'd get nominated sure but that's the problem yeah (laughs) but yeah so but yeah that's a good yeah that's there is a genuine point to be made there oh man that's why i keep telling people when they're like jumanji and i was like no wait a second yeah (laughs) jack plays a girl a teenage girl and it's so perfect and they're always by the end of it they're like i think i'm gonna go see that that sounds hilarious (laughs) it is it's so it it really is so good it's so Oh yeah. Um, so where we yeah, at? It's the best original. Screenplay. Best original screenplay. I love this because I love Kumail. Uh, the Big Sick, written by Emily V. Gordon and Kumail Nanjiani. Get Out, written by Jordan Peele. Lady Bird, written by Greta Gerwig. Shape of Water, written by Guillermo del Toro and Vanessa Taylor. Story by Guillermo del Toro. And Three Billboards, written by Martin McDonough. This is a tough category. This one, and I know I'm going to say this for most of them, but they're just all so damn good. <laughs> Yeah. Um, I love seeing the big sick get nominated. That's fantastic. Good for them. Um, oh, yeah, that's right. That's I, that. I want this to go to get out. I want this crazy. to, I want this to be the one like, cause I, I really want them to pick up one. And I it think had so much word of mouth because of the script. Yes. And I think yeah. this, if, if you're going to get something for a screenplay, it's gotta be this. I, yeah. I, I, I want to put it down on Get Out here. I really think yeah. this is the one. If it doesn't win this one, it's not going to win any. Uh, and right. that's going to suck. But I definitely think for screenplay, it's got to win. I think the fact that it's nominated is such a reward anyway, if that makes sense. Um, it is, cause, but... Because Get Out just doesn't fall into the normal Academy Awards categories, if that makes sense. Agreed. No, absolutely. Yeah. It, it, and, and so, but yes, I completely agree. This definitely would be the one if they take it would be this one. Um, I could, I could see, I could see Lady Bird winning. Um, and I really think it's between those two. Okay. I, I love the, I, I love what the screenplay for Shape of Water must have been. Uh, and I haven't, I haven't read, uh, I haven't read any of the others, mm-hmm. but I, God, I wanted to go to get out. Just, just yep. because that the screenplay was fantastic and the movie that they turned it into was tremendous. Um, now I could tell you who I want to win adapted screenplay. Oh, we all know who we want to win adapted screenplay. <laughs> yeah. Everybody listening to this damn thing has a favorite for adapted screenplay. It's not gonna yes. win, but we've all it's got not. a favorite. Um, it's and, not. I'll, and I'll leave it to last. Um, best adapted screenplay: Call Me by Your Name, James Ivory, based on the novel by Andre I- uh, Ackerman. I'm sure. <laughs> Uh, the Disaster Artist, Scott Neustadter and Michael H. Weber, based on the book by Greg Sestero and Tom Bissell. Molly's Game, Aaron Sorkin, based on the memoir by Molly Bloom. I saw that today. It's it's good. It's it's worth checking out. Um, I don't think it's award-worthy. Sorry, Aaron. I love you, but no. Um, <laughs> Mudbound, 
uh, Virgil Williams and D. Reese, based on the novel by Hilary Jordan. Again, mm. never heard of this movie until today. Gonna go check it out for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, and there was a screenplay written by Scott Frank, James Mangold, and Michael Green, with a story by James Mangold based on some things that I don't think anybody would really ever heard of before. Uh, it was for a little movie called Logan. Yes. I love, I love, I absolutely love that this movie got a nomination. Yes. I And I'm thrilled that this was the nomination because yeah. it, it, it is a tremendous screenplay. And I, yep. I want it to win. I want it to win so damn bad. That'd be such a great moment, honestly. It would because, my God, nerds everywhere would explode. Yes, absolutely. It's just like with... Um, uh, when Dark Knight won with Heath Ledger. Yeah. Like, it was some it was some vindication. Like, okay, they're taking us a little bit more seriously. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. I, I don't I don't think so. I I, yeah, I worry uh, it's, prob- it's probably going to go to the Disaster Artist. Um, either that or Call Me By Your Name. Yeah. Uh, but damn, do I want... I, I, just, just because I'm going to change my profile picture to an Academy Award. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> I, I, on Twitter, on Facebook, everywhere. It's going to say, it's, it's going to say, it's going to say Logan Academy Award winner. Yep. <laughs> yep. There you go. <laughs> carry that around forever. Uh, we talked a little bit about animated feature, uh, with the boss baby, the breadwinner, Coco, Ferdinand and loving Vincent from an artistic standpoint. Like the the kind of indie artsy film, I think loving Vincent, but it's got to be Coco. Yeah, we all know that's gonna it's, get it. It's got to be, and it should be because it's a damn good movie. I know. I need to see it. Yeah, yeah, you do. <sighs> I need to see it. Uh, foreign language film. I'm gonna mention, but I have, like I said, no idea. Um, <laughs> a fantastic woman from Chile. Mm-hmm. The insult from Lebanon. Loveless from Russia. Mm-hmm. On Body and Soul from Hungary, and The Square from Sweden. Cool. I, I, I'm happy for him. Um, I believe that it's... Uh, I think the... Uh, I think A Fantastic Woman will probably win the vote, but Loveless will come up and claim it for the Russians. Uh, <laughs> just kind of the way I see it going. Right. Uh, best Documentary Feature... Uh, and again, same thing every year. I'm going to get around to watching days. I'm never going to get around to it. I know it. Yeah. Um, Abacus, Small Enough to Jail, Faces Places, Icarus, <laughs> Last Men in Aleppo, and Strong Island. Okay. Never heard. I, I really do want to check these out. I will at least read the Wikipedias on these the night before so I know what they're about. Yeah. Um, best Documentary Short Subject, uh, Edith and Edie. Heaven is a traffic jam on the 405. Uh, okay. Somebody's got a really twisted idea of heaven. Right. Uh, heroin with mm-hmm. both spellings in the title. That's really interesting. Yep. Uh, knife skills and traffic stop. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, same thing again here. Best live action short film. DeKalb Elementary. The 11 O'Clock. My Nephew Emmett. The Silent Child. Watu Wote slash all of us. I th- mm. I, I'm probably not pronouncing that right. Mm-hmm. Uh, best animated short, Dear Basketball, the Kobe, Kobe Bryant. Bryant. Kobe. <laughs> uh, Garden Party, Lou, Negative Space, 
and revolting rhymes. Mm-hmm. Uh, now we get back into stuff I've heard of, at least. Yep. Uh, best original score, and I love this. Dunkirk, Hans Zimmer, Phantom Thread, Johnny Greenwood, The Shape of Water, Alexander de Platt, Star Wars The Last Jedi, John Williams, three, and Three Billboards, Carter Burwell. Um, now, do you think Star Wars has a, has a shot? It's going to be Star Wars or Dunkirk, and I think it's going to go to Dunkirk. Uh, rats. I think so, and I, I want it to be Star Wars. I want it to be Star Wars so bad, <gasps> because the score for The Last Jedi is is a celebration of the score of everything that's come before it. It is, it really and I, is. And I, if there was ever going to be a Star Wars score to pick this award up, this one would be the perfect one to do it. Yeah. Um, but I just, I, I don't see it. It has Leia's in there. I know. Luke's. Oh, it's so good. It has so good. The, the modification. Falcon. Yeah, the, the subtle modification of the Luke and Leia piece yeah. that they use in that scene is just, oh, it's, it's, it's absolutely beautiful. And when Chewie's in the Falcon going through the planet, that doom, 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 I can't do it because I sound like an idiot, but like <laughs> everyone knows that beat, yeah. know that, that score when he's going through it. And you're just like, oh, this, we're right back in it. Yeah. Oh, man. It is but, yeah. just so damn good. But I I think Hans Zimmer for Dunkirk. Um, I want it to be Star Wars. I want it to be Star Wars so bad, but I don't think it's going to be. Um, yeah. Best original song, Mighty River from Mudbound. Mystery of Love from Call Me By Your Name, Remember Me from Coco, Stand Up For Something from Marshall, or your winner, This Is Me from The Greatest Showman. Yeah. If that does not win, there is only... it. it if it's not this, it better be Remember Me from Coco. Okay. If it's not Remember Me from Coco either, then I don't care, and the judges have all been bribed. Uh, okay. I, it, no, I just... I This Is Me is a, is a fantastic song. Um, but there is definitely a strong case to be made for Remember Me. It's, it's, it, 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 especially the way they work it into the film. It's so, it's really good. It's a beautiful song, but I've, I've got to go with This Is Me. I really want that to win. Mm-hmm. Um, sound editing. Hang on, where'd it go? There we go. Uh, Baby Driver, Blade Runner 2049, Dunkirk, The Shape of Water, or Star Wars. I think we hit the same problem that we hit with score. Mm. I think it's either going to be Dunkirk or Star Wars. Okay. Um, Baby Driver, I I think kind of got, I it it got the sound nominations deservedly, but I don't think they were. I don't think they're good enough to win either one. Mm. Um, Blade Runner, same thing. The sound, the sound design was tremendous. But when it came to editing or mixing, I, I, I think there were better. Um, Shape of Water is really good, but it's not... <clears throat> nothing really pops at me. Okay. Um, so I, I do, I think it's going to be between Dunkirk and, and Star Wars again. Ooh, Star Wars. <laughs> Uh, and I think again, I think we hit the same problem with sound mixing, because it's the same damn movies. Yeah. Um. And I and again, I think it's going to be between Dunkirk and Star Wars. 
Man, I just want Star Wars to get one. Just, I just hope it's one. A score. Yeah, but just I, one so I can be like the Academy Award winning film when people try to insult it. Yeah, <laughs> I want to be like, oh, are you talking about the Academy Award winning film, <laughs> uh, The Last Jedi? <laughs> no, no, no. We're actually talking about the third Transformers movie, not the fourth one that won right. an Academy Awards. Oh no! You forgot yeah. about that, didn't you? Best visual effects, Transformers, well, whatever the hell it was called. Yeah. If it has anything going for it, yeah. That would... <laughs> uh, best production design: Beauty and the Beast, Blade Runner, Darkest Hour, Dunkirk, or Shape of Water. I think it should be Beauty and the Beast. I yeah. I like the design in in Blade Runner. They really went whole hog with with what was yeah. started in the original. Um, I think if that movie wins anything, that would be the, if, the one. Though. If it's gonna win, if it's gonna win any, it's gonna be production design. Um, but I think Beauty and the Beast. Oh, cinematography though. I mean, it looks beautiful. I haven't seen it, but I uh, well, I mean, let's see what we've got. What's cinematography? Blade Runner, Darkest Hour, Dunkirk, Mudbound, or Shape of Water. Um, out of the ones that I have seen, I you know, man, Blade Runner has some beautiful shots. Taken as a whole, I uh, right, right. I don't, I, you know, I can't argue against it. It's the style, I think, that's really yeah sticks out. They, I haven't seen it, but the trailers and stuff when it shows like the Atari signs and all that stuff, yeah, it looks sick. They they it, incorporate, so. you know, the the cinematography in that is is something. But I, you know, yeah. I I need to see the others before because this is one that you have to see. You know, right. you know, right. which I know sounds stupid, but so many yeah. of these you can kind of judge, you know, not not educatedly, but you, you can have a sense for. But cinematography is is truly uh-huh. one you absolutely have to see. Right. Uh, so, I mean, this I don't know. I don't know about this one. Okay. Uh, makeup and hairstyling, Darkest Hour, Victoria and Abdul or Wonder. Uh, I think it goes to Darkest Hour just for the work they did on Gary Oldman alone. Oh wow! I I really do. Yeah, um, that's true. Victoria and Abdul was was a period piece, so of course it has makeup and hairstyling. Uh, Wonder is is a good choice, really just for just for him, just for the kid. Mm-hmm. Um, but I I I think it goes to Darkest Hour. Uh, yeah. Full stop. Uh, costume design again. I am mad that Greatest Showman was not included. Um. Again, Victoria and Abdul, The Shape of Water, Phantom Thread, Darkest Hour, Beauty and the Beast. I I say Beauty and the Beast. No, okay. Out of out of everything, um, I mean, yes. Again, Victoria and Abdul was a period piece. I don't care. Um, I think the the actual costuming in Beauty and the Beast was was tremendous. Uh, where are we here? Film editing, yay! Film editing. Uh, Baby Driver, <laughs> Dunkirk. Shape of Water, Three Billboards, I, Tanya. Again, I I don't know. I, <laughs> I do not know. Just because I haven't seen so many of these. Um, I don't know. Yeah. I This one might, might be a strange one. This one might go to Baby Driver or I, Tanya. I've seen Baby Driver and I love the, but I don't know that. Like I don't know that the editing's good, I guess, but I'm not like. I don't know what I'm looking for. Ed, if that ed, makes editing sense, editing is editing is all about placement and transition. Yeah, so that you know, sticks out for the things Driver, use. For sure. You know, I mean, Star Wars is never going to win because every transition's the same. 
Uh, right. No, no. Well, th- that's the thing that does stick out with Baby Driver, the way they, especially when they match with the music and everything else. Yeah. The way it cuts um, and, and everything. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, that one, like, that could be, if it's going to win one, it'll be that one. Uh, yeah. But I could see that also going to Dunkirk, too. Uh, here, here is a, this one may honestly be the toughest category of the night for best visual effects. <laughs> I'm serious, man. Blade Runner, Guardians Volume 2, Kong Skull Island, Star Wars, and War for the Planet of the Apes. I, you know, six to one and pick them. Look, I know I am biased with Star Wars. Yeah. That could have got in there for cinematography, too. The The way they set up some of those shots. Some of them are really beautiful. They're they so, really are. That throne room with the red, and then when it burns... Um, the the planet at the end with the salt and everything else, um, all that stuff stood out to me like yeah. big time compared to and also you know the part where she oh, we're totally spoiling but oh well spoiler <laughs> alert well just the the cuts back and forth between those shots right and the scene all I'll say is when they jump to light speed uh, yeah that's that that, oh. that that shot alone like that yeah I I know they don't like 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 sci-fi and obviously that's why that one wasn't a part of that but hey they got blade runner and stuff here but that's way more leans into that kind of stuff so yeah i just um songs call island look great so did guardians these are yeah you're right any this, of these could be at war the planet of the apes and, and this and this is another one where there's no wrong answer yeah there's not I, none yeah. of these like i i i i think blade runner has the fewest noticeable visual effects Mm-hmm. If that makes any sense, which is weird because one of the characters is a hologram, basically, right. and and you know it, but it's it's uh, it's it's weird because it doesn't feel like a visual effect, right? So I I don't know. That one could absolutely go either way. I think Star Wars did a great job too, but I'm biased. Yeah, no, I mean you know no arguments, uh, no arguments at all. Yeah. Now, would visual effects also include the practical effects? Yes. Yes. Okay. So yeah, that's, that was a ton there. But it's, yeah. it, I don't know, man. It could go either way. Um, yeah. But I mean, those are our, those are the Academy Award nominations for 2018. And, uh, mm-hmm. We'll check back. I, I'll I'll pop in, you know, every week of like, hey, I saw this, and and I think, and now I think I can pick one for here or whatever. Yeah. Um. I know we're we're pretty much running into it on time. Is there is there any of this news that we we absolutely have to do this week aside from maybe like one thing? Uh, we can put it most to next week. What's the big one thing? I think we have to do the thing that I honestly believed was a joke all day until I uh, finally saw that it's actually a thing that might happen. Uh, oh yes, John Cena. Yes, Platinum Dunes, Michael Bay's production company. Is, is after John Cena to star in a movie. They don't have a script or a director or anything yet because the first thing they want to lock down is they want John Cena to star in it. Mm-hmm. And they're riding this wave of video game movies. The idea that video game movies are going to be the next comic book movie. We just have to find the right one. Warcraft wasn't it. I, as, I love Tomb Raider, but it's not going to be it. I'm sorry. It, 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 it's just not going to be for any number of reasons. So Platinum Dunes is betting that the one that's really going to break out, the one that's going to be the Dark Knight, the Iron Man, the one that's that's going to that's going to shatter this thing wide open and usher in the next this is going to be the next big niche to take off. Uh, 
the film to finally kick down that door is Duke Nukem. Well, if done right, if no. it's like it's if it's done as a joke, and yeah, like everyone but, else around him is like, "Oh, you're awful," but uh, you can't you can't do that movie now. You yeah, could, you could. No, you can't. You can't do that movie in this sure. climate. No, no way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If done right, it could be. Yeah, sure, you can. No. Why couldn't you? Because I think a... that I, I think I think you're right that yes, the climate is very. Uh, very uh, PC right now, but well, I think that it's that that I don't know. I'm I'm of the mind that that stuff should not ex- that stuff should still be allowed to exist. I, I here's my thing: the the idea is that this character does not change. But that, that's what I think would make it so interesting, and, and and it would show how ridiculous it is if everyone else around him is like, you are awful. Right, and that's then at the end, but, but the whole thing is that by the end of it, he's not going to change, he's still going to be terrible, and we're supposed to root for him. Well, I mean, we, we, we can't, we're predicting the script I, yeah, I, I am predicting the script based on the fact that this character has been exactly the same. Forever. I think they. I think it could totally be a raunchy comedy, and I think they're not done with it. Look at he's beer bonging, uh, he's beer bonging stuff in his asshole in that movie Cockblockers. Right, but that's the thing. Like it's there's, I I grant you that there is a space there's, for raunch. There is. There's definitely a space for raunch for dumb immature kids who are gonna be like, I'm gonna go watch that. You know, I'm chew bubble gum and kick ass. Like I could totally see that. Yes, I but... I don't think they're gonna make like, like. You know, I they're going to be careful with what they do, but no, I, I because that's no? that's the problem with this character because this character could exist back when he came out. This is this is part of why the rebooted game didn't work. It's part of why <laughs> Duke Nukem Forever didn't work is because that character is of its time, and you can't. The, you can't. I guess what I'm thinking of is like how they did the Brady Bunch movie, how it was so out of its time period, but they made a way to make it ridiculous, and everyone else knew that these characters were acting ridiculous. If that makes sense, I, like that's that's how I see it. If they did it, yeah. And who here remembers the great legacy of the Brady Bunch movie? Let's see. Those a show movies of hands. are hilarious. Anybody? Stop it. Stop anybody? It. Those movies no? are hilarious. I, I don't. I don't see anybody at all in our audience raising their hand right now. You're crazy. Those movies are hilarious. I just. I. <laughs> this. This movie can't work in this day and age because of because that's the core of this I character. I think that's too easy to say though. Like just because the, of the error to just don't make it. I, no, I don't think so. I. I don't like because you can't. This character is so cemented in everything that he was back then, because you could get away with it then. And you could yeah, do it then, and it worked then. And I don't. It's a spoof. I, That's why I think it would work. I, uh, but I don't. I don't see them doing it as a spoof. This is Michael Bay. I don't see it as a spoof. I see this. Oh, it's Michael Bay. It's his production company. It's Platinum Dunes. Oh, it's well, his people. Mind. I don't. That's what I mean. I see this as being what it was. That's. I, that's yeah. No, I see. I see him looking at Duke Nukem and saying, "I don't understand why people are boycotting because they think this is a bad character." Because he doesn't get it, I don't. I don't see it. But I, that, that's what's funny to me. I could totally see John Cena playing this ridiculous, over the top, 
you know you could see mr <laughs> hustle loyalty and respect playing yes. a, a, a playing a character who's who 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 is delighted by the idea of smacking strippers and and peeing on his dead enemies yes he's taking a beer bong in the asshole in the cockblockers movie i don't know i like he doesn't there's, have a there's a, a there's there's a difference between like frat boy i'm doing this stupid thing to myself raunch and the idea of frat boy, oh, isn't it funny how women are just objects, Ranch. Yeah, That's, I mean, there is, they're, they're going to be strippers in movies, though. I don't, I don't I, see that I'm, going away I'm anytime not, soon. And people acting like idiots, you know what I mean? I, like, yeah, but there's, there is a line between like, yes, this is a thing, this is a job people have. I, I'm not saying that there shouldn't be, right. but there's the idea of. Of just because every what you're wo- saying is that the Al Bundy does can't exist in 2018. I get what you're saying. The the raunchy, the ridiculous, the the that kind of comedy the, can't can't. But I, I don't know. I think that especially in the wake of of the Me Too movement and everything with Times Up and all, because the, but the only me, thing but we're talking about Duke Nukem. Though, and, come and, on, and, and and that's my point. That's though. a stretch. The today. whole no no hang on because the whole every woman in those games existed solely to be eye candy and a sex object and i think that and that's the thing i know it's ridiculous and it's and it's meant to be ridiculous and i I don't i don't think they would go out of their way to have him yes sexually harass someone i don't think they would do that i think they i think they would because otherwise you have no character that was the character and you can't just remember a different duke nukem game are you like killing pigs it, that's in in part of it, yeah. But remember, there were a I bunch of. I remember there's strip clubs, but I didn't think that was like the 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 plot of the game. There was a whole dude. That's the whole reason he goes to fight pigs. It's not because I'm they. It's not because they invaded. It's because he has to save the babes. That's the hope. <laughs> no, I'm like that is the. What's so ridiculous about it? And I, and I get that, and I understand, and it was funny in in '95. But I don't. Right. I, I just don't think. I, I, first off, I don't even think it's funny in this day and age. No, I, it's not. It, but, but there's, but there's no one else doing it. So I don't. I think there's I, a reason for that. No, I agree. I agree. I. But I, just, I, I do not put it past these studios to not make something like that. I think I. I will say this. I do think there is a way to do it. I think it's a very, very fine. It's a very small needle to thread. It's interesting to see Cena if he was attached to it, though. That's the other thing. The guy who, who I, I mean, because this there's a difference between raunch, like something like like blockers, where where he is doing bizarre frat boy stuff, and even in Trainwreck, right. and some of the stuff that he's done, some of the comedy stuff he's done has been, has not been kid friendly. Right. But there's a difference between that and something like this. Something like this is not even. Like the Duke Nukem was 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 like if right. MTV went a little too far, right? That's the way. Yeah, I, I remember see. him and, being a ridiculous '90s character. I guess I just right. didn't remember the whole stripper thing that much. That's I thought whole, it was just a you go in there and that was a part of the game. You went through and it, shot pits. It, it was a part of the game. It was also the whole reason, and especially in Duke Nukem Forever, that's mm. that's part of the whole dna of it I played that one. and that's don't don't waste your time you you, yeah. you don't need to, it's a terrible game anyway i just remember um, the cheesy lines and stuff and how just over the top it was and i i i don't know there is a way to do this there is a way and if but it's michael bay 
It's Michael Bay's production company. Like, so I don't, that's why I don't see them trying to be creative with it or subversive with it. They could absolutely yes. take that character and flip it on its head and they could I, do something. But I, I, I just, I, with, I just, I imagined in my head, you know, the 20, 20, was it 21st Jump Street? Yeah. I, I, you know the scene where like they're going to school and I don't know what they call the kid. I don't know if they call him like they call him the F word or so, something ridiculous. Um, they say something to him that everyone pauses. Yeah. And they're like, you can't say that. And they're and then he, he found out real fast how PC the high schoolers were. And it was a total flip because when he was in high school, that was just something you said. Exactly. But because uh, now... it was a different time, different way people spoke. And so uh, I, that's how I thought of it. Like people around him would be like, you're being ridiculous. <laughs> and that would be funny. And it, it, kind of how that was like. Sure. Now imagine that for an hour and 40 minutes. Well, that, that's what I'm saying. He wouldn't be that the whole time. I imagine towards the end, he would be like, well, I fucked up or have someone else save him, and, you know, and then <laughs> I don't know. But then you've destroyed the entire character. I, I think it's a dumb idea to begin with Duke Nukem. Yes, I, 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 I think it's totally stupid. But um, I think that I think that this is only I think that Platinum Dunes, I think that Michael Bay is the only person who would have ever decided to take on this idea just because of everything that we've outlined. Well, and they're dumb not to do like a Wolfenstein movie or something. I would I would love something like that because there you can be creative because there yep. you can have dimensions to people. This right. is such a one-dimensional character and it being Platinum Dunes, I don't see them being creative with it. I see them saying I see You're Michael right. I see Michael Bay looking at this character going, I don't I don't why can't we just do I right. I like this. Why do we uh, have the to change it? The guy that got Megan Fox to uh, wash his car to get the role. So I, I totally understand what you're yeah. saying. It's 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 all context. It, he wouldn't be coming at it with like a let's make a a, a, a comedy. It would be like, well, no, this is how it kind of is, right? If, if you they, know, I, I can see if they could take this and do some kind of cabin in the woods, turn it on its head bit. I, you know what? I would go see that. I would because that to me would be interesting. I think it could be done, but I don't think that with with the group producing this, I don't see it going right. that way. At all, it'd be funny. We got the Rock to do Doom, him doing Duke Nukem. <laughs> like yeah, who and, we do, and, and then we're gonna compare, and then we'll have we'll have right. you would have a double feature of of which of which video game adaptation was worse. Right. Uh, right. Exactly. No, I, I don't think. <laughs> it's yeah. So ridiculous. It's just it's a stupid it's a stupid idea from top to bottom. And Detective Pikachu is a better idea than that. And that's pretty sad, but it's true. Yeah, it really is. But, uh, oh, uh, on that happy note, I think we can hold everything else off till next week. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Except I do want to mention what we do in the shadows. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So that's gonna be good. Yeah. Got a got a pilot order from FX. I love it. I love it. I love yes. it. Can't wait. So yeah, we'll be back next week. Make sure you go to our Twitter at We Geek Podcast at the Logan Wit at Adam Estep. Make sure you go give us a review on iTunes. Go to our Facebook group and our YouTube channel. Uh, we're putting up all of our um, uh, podcast weekly there now, so you can enjoy them there. Um, and is there anything else? Um, you know, make sure you watch the Rumble. Uh, send us some questions, um, and we'll answer them next week. But we're going to be watching the Rumble. We're going to be watching the NXT Takeover wherever it's at on uh, Saturday as well. Uh, Philly. 
Philly. Oh, yeah, man. Philly's going to be crazy the next two oh weeks. Oh, my God. Oh. I saw them greasing the poles. And did you see it didn't matter because they climbed them anyway? Oh, Jesus. Yeah, they made them right up. They it didn't stop them. <laughs> oh, man. Good. If you're in Philly, stay safe. Um, do uh. not wear a Santa Claus outfit if you were thinking about it. <laughs> <laughs> oh man uh, but did, did you see vikings fans are signing up to be uber uber drivers oh no yeah because they're gonna screw with the eagles fans so hard oh no that's gonna be a disaster <laughs> it's gonna, oh that whole super bowl is gonna be a nightmare and nobody's gonna watch it because nobody cares oh they're gonna burn that stadium to the ground from one way or another yeah from one way or another i'm glad i'm here in florida we're just going to be watching. And uh, <laughs> who are you going for this weekend? I Or next weekend, sorry. Um, I'm I'm joining the coalition praying for the asteroid. For, for the asteroid? Oh, you don't like it? I think I'm going to root for the Eagles. Their fans suck, but I hate the Patriots I, um, with a passion. I don't want to see them win another one. Yeah, I just, I, I really just don't, I, I can't, I can't bring myself to vote for anybody. So I just don't care. Yeah, I, really I got don't. some buddies who are Eagles fans, so. Oh, I'm sorry. Um, yeah, no, it's okay. <laughs> they're uh, good people. They're really good people, but um, they're not. They're not like the crazy, you yeah. know, uh, other ones. But well, they don't live yeah. in Philly. I think that's part of it. Oh, they got out. Yeah. They were the lucky ones that got out. They escaped. Escaped. Absolutely. Uh, hashtag not all Eagles fans. Not all Eagles fans are crazy. Yeah, just like the Bills fans, man. What is? I I appreciate their love for professional wrestling. Yeah. <laughs> Bill's Mafia is so bizarre, but at least they just wreck themselves. <laughs> it's true. That's true. That's true. Uh, I hate when, I, like, the next day I'll see some crazy fan spray mustard on someone. It's like, that's not – this. like, if you're going to throw yourself through a table, do that. If you're going to, you know, yeah. I don't know, throw something or burn something, burn your own clothes, don't mess with other people. Yo, I want to break this news real fast. I uh, just saw this, um, and I guess it came out the other day. Apparently, Paramount may be ditching the third Cloverfield movie. Oh, it's going to Netflix. It's going to Netflix. That's Maybe crazy. they're they're talking about. Uh, they're actually in in talks. Um, uh, interesting, and it also has a different title. Yeah, it's the, like the Cloverfield Station. Cloverfield Station. This is interesting. I hadn't seen this. That's... I saw it right before the show, and I forgot because I was too excited to talk about wrestling. Yeah, that's <laughs> okay. Well, that's really interesting. Yeah, I'm in. Hey, I got Netflix. I'm down for that. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. That would be interesting. Yep. Okay. All right. Well, we'll see you next week, Captain. Captain. Captain.